advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Dr. Ugly. Yeah. It's okay. It's supposed to taste like Dr. Pepper, but if I'm being real, it tastes like... Does it have that weird black like, cherry? Relabeled brand thing like ectoplasm. I don't know if it's a, if it's a style or... It does feel like it insulates it, though. Like, like It doesn't feel cold. Mm. It's, the, like the it's can's a can cold. wrap. Yeah, yeah and like it feels they, like when I hold that, that my hand's not see, warm. See, those either. are made somewhere else, and they put their own label on them. Yeah, Ugly like is a brand I've seen for a long, long yeah. time. Yes, like ectoplasm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dave, Zach said uh, the little uh, Verdugo liquor place mm-hmm. on Oak or whatever has bigger than these, like the little mini bottles. Like, so they're even better than this of Whistle Pig, a three pack. Was so Whistle Pig important? Or yeah, what? Whistle Pig's like a fancier whiskey. It's like it's a good whiskey. They yeah, there's a 10, a 12, and then a 15 or something, I think. I think so, yeah. 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 And so it'd be like. I have an 18 too, but I don't think He said the taster, time. like if you went to go taste it at a bar, it'd be like 25 bucks to get a shot oh. of it just so you could try it. And there's a three pack for 20 bucks at that little place. Oh, of of whistle pig, so it's oh. like bottles slightly. So how bigger much than is this. an eighteen year? Because that's what I would go after. Well, I don't think they have that one, but eighteen year is expensive. I think the three pack comes with a ten, twelve, fifteen. Whistle <laughs> sampler, pig. yeah. Whistle pig's good. He brought a bottle of whistle pig. Yeah, we tried yeah. one of them. It was called like piggyback or something. Yeah, tried, yeah. Whistle pig. Oh, that one's eighteen hundred dollars. That? <laughs> that's what i'm saying whistle pig has some crazy shit and Straight like rye, though, we're probably not gonna have a bottle show up here from anyone and i don't blame anyone that for not mm-hmm. buying us that but Ooh, it's all rye whiskey though i don't know it's all right oh no oh, cast rye. finished 12 year 139 12 year for that much i don't know man depends on the quality that's what i'm no, saying yeah i mean bucks, i, I, it, I get it i yeah. get it What's 20 bucks let me have that one. <clears throat> that's not whistle pig that's not whistle pig that's I was good. using it for sizing example. Yeah. Well, you got me all excited. Like I was gonna be able to try it and shit. You guys had it. Well, I got excluded. No, I tried no one, we didn't. And then we Zach, tried one. Huh? Telling that. us about the fact that oh. you can buy it. Yeah. What's this fucking Zach fucking string along? Yes. <laughs> <You> <laughs> fucking motherfucker. <laughs> so what I was gonna say was I was I just didn't have enough time. I was gonna try to run by there and just uh, get a sample pack so we yeah. could try it. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe I'll buy it on the way home. If I after I go to Dave's and get a foot massage, massage, and then I'll step there. There's He's a Verdugo. They that? opened a Verdugo uh, right by my house. On, sounds oh, like by a Rosedale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's right a there, bunch yeah. of them now. They just mm, keep calling it Verdugo. Yeah, they opened one on across from Garces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's and the, the one on um yeah that's the one Garces. I walked in there yeah. though, and there was a giant glass cock filled with tequila on the counter though, right on the counter where you check out. You're a little kid and buying Skittles. You probably don't go in there. Though, no, it it's like a liquor stove. That yeah. motherfucker's got bars in the window. There's, a glass, there's a glass cock full of fucking tequila. I, have, I haven't had Cobra in a while. That's, and worse been, than, that's worse than Joe Camel. I'm going to bring in some King Cobras, too, if I can find it. It's been a while. Yeah, I enjoy nice. King Cobra. <laughs> so what we have tonight is Jameson the Cooper's Crows. 
it's yeah, and it's not a normal Jameson bottle either. It smells it really nice. It's a very funky. It's a uh, 1780 bottle. on the top of it. Whatever it's that a, means. It's by Head Cooper Gare Buckley. Wow. Some kind of collaboration or something. Um, I'm guessing the head. I'm guessing a Cooper is someone at the distillery. Be my guess. And that's from Ryan Hunley. It's from Ryan Huntley. Mm. Huntley. Huntley. Ryan Hangley. I'm a big Jameson Ryan Hangley. fan. You know what? I wasn't, but I'm getting there. That's good. That's really, really good, man. Good. That's super fucking smooth. And I'll be honest, yeah. I don't think that bottle costs that much. Straight That's down good. the pipe. Mm. That's smooth. Yeah. No, I wasn't at first. I think to I... identify that flavor. There's a very predominant flavor mm-hmm. that's familiar but i don't know it tastes like whiskey or something it's got like a leather like a leather face like leather and vanilla is what i'm getting off of that i don't know it's pretty pricey right here <laughs> no 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 i thought <laughs> it was it's nice. not normal jameson i mean normal jameson no and even like even 60, normal jameson 60, 70 bucks yeah even so normal jameson's extra, like thank you ryan yeah like regular Jameson's like pretty good. Like it's, a it's fine actually whiskey. a good it's whiskey. Good, first price Even the, point, great. Yeah, price regular point. old Jameson's actually decent. Like yeah, it looks like seventy bucks. Right. So that makes me sad though, is because like sometimes we try. I'm like, ooh, thirty bucks. I could buy some of this and have it at my house, but I won't buy that. You could seven, buy that. Seventy dollars. I, I could, that. but I'm not going to. <clears throat> Chris Farrell came in. He's like, oh, dude, I got to try blah 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 the other day mm-hmm. for eighty five bucks. That's crazy to get a single pour for eighty five bucks. That was a good deal. I was like. The fuck you fancy fuck with your watch? No get out shit. of here. Jeez. You could do that. Get out of here with your watch. I'd rather buy <laughs> something like that when you're peeing next to somebody in the in the in the head and be like, oh nice watch. Nice yeah. watch, bro. Nice. <laughs> I'd rather save the eighty five bucks to buy an eighty five dollar bottle of bottle. something good yeah. than spend eighty five bucks. Well that's what I get. Like the the Chivas the Chivas eighteen is like eighty bucks. Yeah. 80, Ninety bucks right <laughs> totally around. Totally worth it. Uh yeah, and and that's good. I like the Chivas eighteen. I like scotch, like blended scotch, like um, I mean, since we got it on on the show years ago, like a go to for me is Jameson's uh, the castmate stout, the castmate cast cast stout. Yeah. That's actually headache, really. I can't good. have it though. Now I get headaches. I can't. Really? Have it. Yeah, I don't oh, know. That that sucks. Sucks. Mm, I can't drink that shit. I, <laughs> I bought a bottle and then I just like gave it away or something. I couldn't drink it. What? Um, the actual one he gave me though, uh, my buddy Chris Truett and Dane came over to my house mm-hmm. and I let them have some Dalmore 15. And he uh, like freaked good. out so much that he went to try, try to go get it. I think he did buy it actually. Uh, it was 120 bucks. Yeah. I was like, God no, damn it. No, that Dalmore's. The 12 the Dalmore, was good. The Dalmore 12 <clears throat> is normally like 65, yeah. 70. So I guess that's like Dalmore the whistle 15. pig. Then the whistle pig 12 is like 130 <clears throat> bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess because that Dalmore was pretty fucking good. Pretty nice, and it was a 12. Man. And normally that's I wouldn't nice. buy a 12. But I guess when you're spending the extra money. Because you can find the 12 on really sale for like 50. I got it on sale for 50 bucks. Hmm. Um, it's normally like sixty five ish. Wonder what their twenty one is. People are so weird though. They're like, I'm like scotch. Like I try to let uh, yeah, it's, my it's uncle try. He's thing. like, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And he drink. He's like, oh, oh, oh well, it's the same thing as you know. I, like I don't like rye. And it's like that was the best thing here. I, I don't like rye whiskey, but yeah, I've had rye whiskeys that right. I'm like, oh wow, right. this is really good. I just right. wouldn't buy it unless I've tasted it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because I just don't think that the difference uh, is that unique between it, rye and it, something it else. Is. I don't it has taste it. Flavor no, it is. I, I've, I tell, I can tell the difference when I drink bourbon. Well, bourbon, I'm gonna order to me, right bourbon has now. a much more distinct flavor. Dalmore 18 <clears throat> for 8960. That's nice. good. No way. Good. Ooh, a 40 year. Let's buy this guys. How much is it? 9,500. Well, that's a good deal. I had like three bottles. Yeah. Well, see, here's an 18 for, for 219. They're all like 220. 200 and see like if i bought the dalmore 18 for 200 dollars, mm-hmm. i wouldn't feel ripped off because that shit no exactly like you the 12 years fucking I, the 15 man yeah. like 
I can't afford that. Yeah. I can't lie to myself and say that I can afford that. I can't. That's not okay. You could sell your fucking Sanyo fan you just bought for seventy five dollars on I'll eBay. I'll never let that fan leave. Oh my god! No, you can, the thing amazing. is, you, you can, can afford, afford it. it. It's just you're not gonna. You just you just you won't can't afford, afford it. it as no, a you, daily drinker. There's like you, it's just a special occasion. Problem, sit on the shelf can't or won't is the thing. You right can't now, afford it. You just won't. Here's afford my it. problem though: is like the moderation of it. Like the Axel whiskey, I won't drink it. I can't bring myself to drink Why? it. I let people come over and try it. I'm telling you, I was. I, I know what you're weird. saying. I was at the same. I, I I was a year ago. I can't make that choice. I was just like being you. weird. Okay. A year ago, I was like you. When COVID white, hit, white and and balding. Yeah. When <laughs> COVID hit, until you heard the I, Anthony Robbins total power cassette. Plan. Yeah. When when COVID hit, and I listened, I listened to to uh, the total help power cassette, <laughs> and uh, Bevmo got added to Instacart yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. And I would um, buy, I'd be like, oh, I'll get a $60 bottle of something. I'll get a $70 bottle mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. And every time I bought them, I was like, I can't drink that. Like, yeah. like I can't drink it. That's too expensive. I'm just going to keep it on the shelf mm-hmm. and I can't drink it. Mm-hmm. But once I had like five, six, seven bottles of like $60, $70, whiskey in my cupboard, mm-hmm. now yeah, if I'm having them. a shitty day, it's like, oh, I'm going to have a pour of the fucking, yeah. of that one. Yeah, you're not just like, drinking it. Because now I've got, it. now it's not like the, the taboo is, suddenly Dave, erased because I've got it's, a it's bunch less. of decent Dave, bottles. The problem so is, I feel free to drink. This is the issue. Mm-hmm. You're not an alcoholic. Mm. See, this guy over here. That's true. He's going to drink the whole bottle of night. Yeah, he just can't stop. Yeah, he's going to wake up with a bottle up his butt. Yeah. It's <laughs> percolating. He'll be percolating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, call, yeah. he calls, it, no, a cold, I think, he calls I think, it a cold so, brew. So, in all seriousness, I think the secret is, is buy an expensive bottle, mm-hmm. and then everything below that's easier to drink. Right. You're going to drink the $60, $80 bottle because you have a $200 bottle sitting there. That is true. You're only going to drink every once in a while. Because when I bought the, what's the Ron Swanson? Dave, you motherfucker. When I bought the LeGavelin 16. Uh, You motherfucker. If we're saying that right. It became like, now I I won't drink. I took a drink the night I bought it, but I generally won't drink the LeGavelin because I'll drink everything else yeah. because it's all less than the little goblin. I don't need another hobby, Dave. You're making me want to fucking <laughs> outdo you here. Collecting with Fuck. So every I month, sell some magic cards every month or two, <laughs> I just buy every I month or two. I buy a nice bottle. I don't have any. I have none. I have. I think I have a bottle of Jameson Castmates so at the house. It's That's funny. Right. The, the only reason I even I have it is because Dave started doing it. Yeah. And so I got the new house and there's a spot for whiskey. Yeah. And so I was at Rite Aid and I got a bottle right. of uh, Buffalo. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I had the Dalmore, and then I bought a bottle of Larceny or something. Yeah. I think because mm-hmm. it was uh, like twenty one bucks, yeah. and I remember it being okay. And then uh, now my stepbrother brought me over um, Templeton Rye, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I mm-hmm. stuck that up there, so that's sealed. But then it's like I drink nothing though, yeah, because those are sealed, and then I'm like I'm not going to open them. Yeah. I have an open bottle, but it's too fancy to drink, and I won't drink it. So it's all just sitting there. See, I have I'm building. I took out some cupboards, and I'm like building like a coffee bar. Like where, it was like a. Like a styled after like a wine bar thing, mm-hmm. like and it's just basically two shelves, like raw live wood shelves, right. and then it has a like cabinets underneath, and it has like a wine thing on the side, but it's not really used <clears throat> for wine. I just made it into shelves. But shiplap and I, I was gonna tile. do, I was gonna put like a coffee bar there where we have like my wife's Keurig, my coffee pot, mm-hmm. the coffees. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like make it look kind of cool, and then there's shelves for obvious you know right. whiskey could be whiskeys yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever i want you yeah. know so uh, i could get maybe four or five bottles of of uh some 
Cause I don't drink at the house. Like that's my only thing. Like I never go home even when I'm stressed and maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should take a fucking All drink. joking aside, I don't either though. That's the thing. Like it's up there and it's like so rare. No, it's that's it. I take a drink at night to go to sleep. If I've had a super I fucking shitty like, day, I'd have a better drink. And here's the thing. Like even, I even have a method of how I do it. Cause if I'm at the liquor store, it's kind of like if I go to a casino, like the yeah. money on the tag next to that nice bottle of whiskey is real money. And I'm like, I can't fucking spend that much money mm. on a bottle of whiskey. But for some reason, if I'm on Instacart, it's like it's <laughs> fake money. It's, like it's it just, doesn't it's exist. It's just credits. So what I do, like I, seriously, I go, I, I go to Instacart, I go to BevMo and I start scrolling through because in red, it'll say so many dollars off like this is you know if you're buying regular groceries it's like 250 off or whatever but i start scrolling through until i see bottles that say like 48 dollars off and i'm like 48 dollars off jesus christ how much is that bottle yeah. regularly yeah. and that's how i bought my lagavulin it was like 130 bucks or something it was like 40 dollars off i was like fuck yeah i'm gonna buy that for 40 dollars off so i look for big numbers off and then i buy that whiskey because it's a really nice whiskey that i normally wouldn't buy it's not real money because it's on instacart and now i've got like a good well six or it's, seven it's like this nice like stuff that dalmore 18 it's like 230 dollars everywhere else and it's like i can get it for 90 bucks that's great I know, like that's like you find a spot. Like, oh, that. that. That's like I'm yeah, that's what I'm to saying. Buy that right now. <laughs> yeah, and like fucking days. I send me the fucking like, link because then I've got the Dalmore twelve. So that's even that's the yeah. fi- that's the fifteen. That's ninety bucks. No, the eighteen. Fuck, that's the eighteen. From that's where? the one better. It's called B Bake. B Bake. It's, pro- it's probably gonna. It's just be a, like, it's just a website. It's gonna be like, some shipping on top of it. Fuck probably you, yeah. Fuck you yeah. fee on there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean whatever. It's not going to be $110 of fuck you fee. Let me go to checkout. Shipping fee. I still want to get on Liquorama and just get all the burn sides because those are fucking amazing. See, and that's the thing. Like, I I think I would want to pick my, I'd probably just get my favorite burn side and probably get a Westward. I definitely want a Dalmore because the (laughs) Dalmore. is never going to die. The the Dalmore. Yeah. You know who did die though? Brian's dad. (laughs) And then he drank our fucking Westward. That's motherfucker. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. He came to town. I think he said he didn't drink it, but he did. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's just a running joke now. Yeah. It's no hard feelings, you know. I'm not mad about him. Rock hard feelings. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Anyway, our El Yucateco hot sack of the week, as usual. If you um, get on the social medias, um, you know what I like to call that now. What the socials? Oh. I call it S and M. Just the oh, socials. Wow. Oh, the S and M. The S and M. Depends on depends on what you're doing. If you're for. an S and M like Facebook. So if you get on any of the socials and you make a share or a post or a link or a you or make a, a share or a gooch or a whatever it happens to be and you post something, is it going nice to change photo. like later on to the soch? It might. Just get on the soch. It might. You mm-hmm. get on the soch. Yeah. Um, oh, it's there. There it is. It's already there. <laughs> Got it. it. So if you're on the soch. And you you post a picture of something you've done with El Yucateco. It could be victorious. It yeah. could be tragic. It could be a wondrous meal made more wondrous or a shitty meal made amazing because of the power of El Yucateco hot sauce. You post that some bitch online, turn it sideways. Somewhere. We scour. We scour, we scour the we soch. We scour the soch. And we find only the best. <laughs> you put some soch and some brioche. <laughs> yeah. Only the mm-hmm. best. We scour the yeah. soch. We and find we actually the best argued posts. about a soch post. We did. Yeah, we just were, right now about trying to. <laughs> it sounds so Jack Black. I don't know why. So <laughs> uh, we ended up settling on great picture from um, 
Yeah, just Nick seventy seven who we and, think and the the. So what got it was because we were we were going over another one and we were like, oh, that one's good too. Um, what got it was the background. Yeah, the website. He, the he really went above and beyond, and he has a website up in the background, blurred out, kind of like a what's that called when they do the uh, portrait mode? No, it's like yeah, but it's called it's called the then it's an effect. Uh, um, you know, you want to say whatever, can, like can glamour range. shots. Vaseline you know, lens. Vaseline lens. There we go. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure that. they did. They did That's, Vaseline on lenses. Okay. Is it? I like yeah, that. Yeah, to get the blur. When, yeah. yeah, and you get like a little blur on the edge and they feel like yeah. a sexy female in yeah. the 60s. That's the, the Vaseline. Yeah. That's a stone temple. Vaseline lens. So they did the Vaseline lens effect. Uh, with a nice touch. That, this wasn't that was the effect. winning. But effect. I have to say, didn't wash his hands after it's finishing. A, it's up. a breakfast sandwich. There's like fucking freshly toasted cheese on it. Mm. The egg looks like the perfect runny yeah. consistency yeah, yeah. for when you're gonna yeah, bite beautiful. it. Beautiful, healthy dollop. Uh, that's a very healthy amount of El Yucateco yeah. on that. Sandwich. Yeah, he's not scared. Great picture. He's not scared. Great picture. Yeah, so he posted it on Reddit, which is part of the Soch. Yeah. And uh, we curated it. We curate the Soch for the best mm. pictures. We do. And we uh, give away a hot sack. So uh, you will be contacted by Frankie Pigeons, and uh, you will be getting a hot sack uh, with various uh, paraphernalias um, in it from El Yucateco. And then and when you get it, remember to post it on the Soch. When you get it, post it yeah. on the Soch, and we will see it and celebrate um, I think and, we just created something that we're going to hate later on. It's going to fucking, you're going to start hearing it. Uh, it's very like, Chad. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, very Chad. Chad. Karen. Karen uses it. So, yeah. um, I can hear Ka- Kylie, Kaylee. Maybe the yeah. social. Uh, right now I'm Valencia like, Nato. what's right her now name? I feel good. About Nick. It. Is that yeah, Nick? Is that Nick and yeah, Ka- Nick yeah. and, yep. oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So also, uh, we always like to thank our patrons at the top of the show. Uh, you help us out immensely. Um, the support is amazing. The financial support is amazing. If you want to consider supporting the show, if you like what you're, what you're listening to, you've been listening for a while. For as little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes. It's a whole extra episode every week. Um, if you give more, you get more. Uh, we give away everything from T-shirts to whiskey glasses to all kinds of free shit like Tony Robbins uh, power cassettes. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of stuff uh, go out to our patrons. Um, we've the last uh, couple of episodes. We normally have our sculpt member of the month, and we talk about them at the end of every episode. And uh, we had like a weird sort of timing issue because we missed a couple of episodes. So instead of starting one in the middle of the month. Um, we decided to pick some people who were uh, patrons who were close to being a Sculpt member of the month, but we decided to give a profile of why they missed. Like yeah, the, just, some of they were yeah. so close. They could fix it. They, they could were so fix close. it. They could yeah. get in there. Uh, they can get their name at the top, but it's like so yeah, it's kind of a just, help. It's kind of a yeah. helper session to help always the bridesmaid, out. never the bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's yeah. so, but we had such an overwhelming response to that on the Soch that uh, we decided that we're going to keep going. So instead of mentioning patrons right now, stick around till the end of the show, and we're going to talk about a couple of people who were close to becoming Almost. a member yeah, and so uh, give, uh, tell, tell you why yeah. they missed so that you yourself can learn from it yeah. and perhaps become the same. I mean, that's what I did. You know, yeah, I didn't yeah. become a drug addict. I learned from my parents' mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a, pen, of course, get a pen, some scratch paper, take notes. Yeah, take some notes for, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. If you're good. If you're good at notes. Yep. And if, if you're not, not good at notes, go to podbelly.com uh, where you can listen to podcasts and learn about podcasting. Um, I'm quite confident that somewhere in all of the content on Podbelly, someone has given tips on how to take good notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just have to dig in and start listening to episodes and uh, you'll find it. Hmm. 
So Podbelly, that's podbelly.com. So our topic today is a director, an inventor. Serial killer. Uh, no. B- bus driver. Hmm. Bus driver, a truck yeah. driver. Bus janitor. mechanic. Um, the, Jet pilot. Flew the planes. filmmaker. Jaime Cameron. Yeah. Um, James Cameron. He actually created, oh, I read that wrong. Yeah. He actually created the Nike shoe. He did. Yeah. For a particular movie. Exactly. It was a Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah. This is all um, facts. It's all accurate. <laughs> so. Uh, I've been saying Jaime the whole time. Jaime Cameroon. Have you? Yeah. It's, yeah. Jaime Cameroon. Sounds like a yeah. nice cookie. Yeah. yeah it does. Sounds actually. delicious. Yeah. Um, you ever had a Cameroon? <laughs> I've only had Jaime's Cameroon. Yeah. Jaime's Cameroon. Yeah. They sell yeah. them down on was, Union. Nah, the place was, is legit. Those dude. are special. Yeah. Um, Can we start a restaurant, Jaime's Cameroon? We could. It says James Cameron, but you're like, yeah. like, oh, let's go to James Cameron. You're like, it's not James Cameron. It's Jaime's Cameroon. Yeah. So I realized, like, I'm, for some of his movies, I'm, like, you're a, a fan massive fanboy. Yeah. I mean, I when I really, when I was so doing he's, the research. He's basically your your George Lucas for me. Because I, I, I don't like Star Wars. I'm not a fan, but Indiana Jones, I'm a fucking I'm a, I'm a I'm an Indian I'm an Indian Jones head <laughs> maybe an Indian an Jones Indian head Jones. yeah that's what yeah. they call him you know, Spielberg. I didn't make this shit up yeah Spielberg though because so I started thinking about it when I was doing the research and looking at all of his movies wait what I'm confused <clears throat> on your I'm no, Lucas Films you. Lucas Films did Indiana Jones they did do Indiana Jones uh, but, I'm, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying he's saying that some of them he liked and some of oh, okay. them he liked some really liked somebody he didn't hate and I'm saying I'm not he's that's his his right. George Lucas. Yeah. And I can't even say that there are any of like his big movies that I hate. Like Piranha. Like but there's Piranha fan. 2. Yeah. Um, mm. But uh but like I said, his big his big movies um that I hate. That was huge. But they um <laughs> but big, some of his big piranha. Some of his big movies I'm not a fanboy of. But when I really started to think <laughs> about doing the research, like Terminator and T2 combined might might be my favorite two movies. So like I, th- I love those movies. Love them. And love you know, them. Did love you know them, that he them. dreamt them though? He yeah. dreamt that. Which yeah. is kind of cool because the mind frame thing. Yeah, he dreamt the, the killer robot coming after him and all during that. During like stuff. a stressful period in his time, I think it was like during the piranha filming or something. Yeah. He was stressed because yeah. no one spoke English. Everyone spoke Italian. Yeah. And he was fucking stressed doing it. And he said he had a dream and he saw a chrome skeleton in flames and he woke up and drew it, which I had no idea. I didn't know much about him at all, to be wow. honest, going into this. But he's a super talented artist. Have you amazing seen art. He's an amazing drawing, artist. He's an amazing inventor. Which makes such sense that he can conceptualize all yeah. this stuff and bring it into fruition to make this thing, like this form come true. Because right. he knows exactly. He has the ability to, to visualize and even like manifest onto like mm-hmm. media of any sort, really, what he wants. So right. when special effects is doing, he's like, no, not quite. Let me touch that up for you. And he could fucking like do it almost. You know? And he also, I mean, another thing that I really, really respect about him, even though it's something that a lot of people in Hollywood continue even right now to talk shit about is that he'll write a script or have an idea or get a, a movie deal to do a particular movie and it'll be 10 years because it's like he's waiting for the we're not it's not ready like the state of the art can't do what needs to yeah. be done to make this he's, movie he's the steve jobs of movies and but he like yeah. most of the time he pushes the industry to create what he needs which is what he did for the t1000 i mean let's talk know, about the, the only the, movie that really matters that he did his point break 
He didn't do. He Point only Break. produced it though. He produced it though. But I was happy to see he was had his hand in that. His ex wife actually yeah. did that movie. But that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but he sure. gave it to her though. Whoa. Yeah. Johnny Utah. Fuck yeah, man. I didn't I realize. Like I never put together who his ex wife was. That's that's. Catherine Bigelow, when well, she's several, he has like Academy Catherine Award. Bigelow, the yeah. male gigolo. Yeah. He has like three or four ex-wives. Yeah, he was bunch. married to Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. aka Sarah Connor. Right. Um, but but Catherine Bigelow, he's still close to, and they still produce movies together. He calls her still, Deuce, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Aliens, amazing yeah. sci-fi I, movie. I dislike Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. Amazing. We talked about this. I don't even want to talk about that movie. She's not in Aliens. Yeah, she is. It's <laughs> a Gurney Weaver. Yeah, I watched, she uh, is in True Lies, which is uh, a James Cameron movie. That's a Gurney Weaver. I watched a show. <laughs> I watched a documentary called Visionaries, and it was uh-huh. Visionaries. It's like a series or whatever You're right. than James Cameron. And it was fucking great because it's just like an hour interview with him. Oh, wow. And it talks about his experience on every movie. And he t- it's like a biography told pretty, from him. He's not very personable. You know, he seemed pretty fucking cool. Really? He admitted that early on that his behavior was rewarded, like that he was a dick back in the day. Right. And he said you kind of had to be um, because just people don't fucking listen. You know, right. he's like, like, if you, you'll get all the way through and like you just had this whole fucking speech and you told everyone on set what needs to be done and people aren't paying attention and you get rid of fucking film. It's money. It's money. Right. It's your vision. It's what, the, what has yeah. to happen. Right. And then you're like, yeah. hey, motherfucker, there's get lots of people that would love to do yeah. this shit. Why don't you pay the fuck? You're getting it. This is your job. I know it's fun and we're in front of cameras and we're doing all this shit. But like, we just fucking talked about this three fucking times. What were you doing? Fucking off. Like, he's just, he's so, just kind of like me. I don't like repeating myself. Like, but, that's the one thing fucking. The other thing that, that I think me. feeds into that is it's like he did Terminator, low budget, first real movie, blew up, did really well. He signed to do Terminator 2. Took him a long time to make it because he wanted it to be perfect. And it was, and that's just not how Hollywood works. You don't take a long time because your name falls off. Right. But he took a long time, made it, blew up, super huge thing. Then he goes on. He couldn't you know, be stopped. It's like, who's going to tell him otherwise, basically? Right, right. And he even spoke to that and said that early on, I thought, I'm the director. You have to respect me. He's mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize that you have to earn their respect every day. You have to earn mm, their respect. Right, right. And so it was cool to see the contrast of like, people's experience with him as a director early on, like in the abyss, mm-hmm. they didn't even attend the fucking uh, screenings for abyss. Like the actors didn't even show up wow. because what, they were what, shouting matches what, and shit. D- what dick faces the yeah, actors no are. You know what I mean? Like, like fucking so I guess they went back and forth. Was, motherfuckers. The, the abyss was probably stressful as fuck though. That was like yeah, behind yeah. budget, crazy shit. They were trying to do stuff they hadn't done. Like the movie, the Sony studio jokingly said it was a $60 million test run for fucking for Terminator, Terminator effects. Too, yeah. You know, and then the actors and stuff didn't want to show up to it. But then he's, then if you look at some of the later stuff he does, He's laughing and he's holding the camera and he's helped setting the shit up. And they said he's so hands on and involved and he's fucking like joking with everyone. And he learned like I can direct this way. Like, you know, what I mean, I, you have to right. earn the respect. And but he, I, they said he did the grunt work, like anything from setting shit yeah, up yeah, yeah, to yeah. like he's running the camera through the whole fucking scene because someone didn't show up today. Right. Yeah, but it's almost too the other thing of when you're when you're when you're a person of that much creativity and you know exactly what you want. If you want it done right, you have to do it yourself. Yeah, it's hard to delegate. Kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not, you know, it, it's really hard to be like, Dave, do this. And you're like, uh, and I'm like, fuck, no, just, I'll, I'll fucking do it. It's like, funny you said that. But he also, I watched a scene where he was <clears throat> next to a guy that said cinematographer. Mm-hmm. But then the entire time they're doing it, he was holding the camera, moving on the shit. And there's this hippie dude standing there with his arms yeah. crossed. And you're like, I wonder if he's like, do I, can I have a fucking chance at this, bro? Like, is he just sitting there like, when's it my probably. turn? Right, probably. Right. Well, probably. He's getting paid. Yeah. You know? But he's not, not doing, he's not doing what the motherfucker wants. Right. Like he, he's, you know, he's doing that because that guy's not giving him right. what he wants. But the other, the other thing that he tends to fall into is 
So he blows up with Terminator 2. He does True Lies, which wasn't nearly as, as blow upable. And then he sits there, and we'll get into all of the timeline, but like years and years and years go by while he's working on Titanic. And yeah. then Titanic is being delayed and delayed and delayed. Which bigger Titanic, and bigger arguably the most, the greatest <clears throat> yeah. movie of all. But time. at the time, that wasn't the future. The yeah. future was this motherfucker is eighty million dollars above budget. We're we're six months behind when we were supposed to get this movie turned into the studio. Everything's breaking. Yeah. The actors are waterlogged and miserable and complaining to their fucking agents. And you know. Everything about that was like picture perfect recipe for the end of the career of right. James Cameron. Yeah. But then it becomes fucking Titanic. And it made a billion dollars. Yeah. Cisco yeah. Eber had U.S. box about office a yeah. billion dollars. They think that it did closer to six billion dollars globally. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then he does nothing for a decade. Nothing. Because you don't need to. And he's working on it's Avatar. $6 billion well, and everybody's like, what are you doing? And he's like, this thing, we don't have the tech yet. I need a new set and I need some new cameras. And I'm but meanwhile, he wasn't 3D. doing nothing. He was like going to the bottom of the fucking ocean with Russian scientists and shit. He's crazy like that. Like he got his scuba certification at 16 and he lived in Canada. No one does that. No. You live in Canada. Like he fucking went across the border to New York and got a scuba cert. Yeah. Like his friends aren't in the scuba. He's got no fucking scuba friends. There's no No. place to scuba. I don't think he had friends. I don't think so either. But yeah, but then he drops Avatar, which is the first movie in 12 years to beat the box office record for Titanic. Yeah. And then he gets done with that. The Rupert Murdoch, the head of Fox, seeing the success of Avatar for the first, the from what I read in an article, this is like a while ago now, for the first time in the history of Hollywood, he called James Cameron and said, if you want to do two more Avatar movies, I will give you a blank check for their budget. Right. Wow. Like however long you need to make them and however much money you he need to make them. there because he already yeah. knows like that's what he did for Titanic. Everyone talked shit and thought it was over. It blew up. He fucking took a million years to do Avatar. Everyone talked shit. It came yeah. out. It fucking blew up. And it's those like aren't in a, out yet, right? They're about to come out. Like I think Avatar two is done and the, Avatar three the filming's complete. Avatar something? two is from as of a year an article i read a year ago it said avatar 2 which that's crazy 95 percent complete because even avatar, with special effects, avatar which by now it's got to be done avatar 1 was fucking how long ago like that was ten a long time ago. ago yeah 10 years tell ago, me this years try ago. to do the math i watched an interview with him and he was talking about avatar and he said it took 5200 hours to render one frame and i was wow. like how could that be how many computers did that he said they were the first movie production to ever go over a petabyte of data. Wow. And so I was trying to figure out 5,200 hours. I was like, what does that divide by? The only people that go over a petabyte are pedophiles. Yeah. yeah. That's when they bite you on your kid's butt. They yeah, bite your kid's butt. It's a petabyte. It's a petabyte. Yeah. It's really that's what bad. they call them. It's yeah. not kilobyte. It's yeah. petabyte. Murderers yeah. use kilobytes. They do. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute. Oh, yeah. oh, man. So, okay. So, we're jumping all over the place, but let's get into the, into the, the terabytes. Into like, the, those are the scary ones. The yeah, terrorists. Are. ISIS uses terabytes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> So as a Ute, he was born in uh, Canada. Um, he was the son of an electrical engineer and an artist and nurse. Um, he attended a high school 
and like wasn't a standout student, wasn't into a bunch of stuff. Kind of goes to like, show genetics though. Like he got half and half mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, Mom's yeah, an artist. So, yeah. so yeah. fucking artistic, crazy yeah. artistic. I had no idea. Um, and then engineer, you know, he goes to yeah. school for physics for a little while yeah. there because of, but the two merged together to create what he is for, for sure. sure. For sure. He, his, uh, people he knew when he was in school said that he didn't do sports. He didn't do anything. He just spent all of his time building things that either went up into the air or <laughs> down into the deep. So yeah. all he did was build rockets and submarines and fuck around with stuff. And, um, he's still doing that. Yeah. Like he loved, he's doing, he loved science fiction diving. as a child and, um, it all shows. And there's, there's not <clears throat> like, there's no scandals associated with him. There's no, yeah. I mean, he's just, he just fucking makes movies and keeps his fucking head down, you know? And but the amount of research and prep that he does, like I don't, uh, we'll get there when we get there. But he does so much prep for for movies, especially now that he's big, um, that it's not even funny. So he goes to college. He enrolls at a community college called Fullerton College in 1973 to study physics. He switches over to English, but he drops out of college in 1974, and he becomes a truck driver. And he would drive all day and then he would pull off wherever he was going to park for the night and he would sit down and work on his screenplays on a legal pad in the back of his semi and then drive the next day. He watched Smokey and the Bandit and then was like, fuck yeah, yeah. he did, dude. Got to drive a truck. Yeah. <clears throat> Although I think Smokey and the Bandit would have been after that. Yeah, he knew the future. Though. He did. Yeah, he, he does. Knows he knows the future. Yeah. Um. So, but during that same time, like whenever he was back in town, he would, he would get uh papers written by other students that he knew from when he was in co in college and he would go check out books at the library so he started to study optical printing front screen projection dye transfers um all these weird special effects things that most people just didn't know anything about he started to study them like it almost seems like he started studying special effects and weird trick shots more like almost like he wanted to be to a special effects guy. like yeah. he wasn't like most people start with like the basics of cinematography and and lighting and you know camera yeah. position and he or was writing start, or something right like, and yeah. he was like already writing and he was studying special effects but he was probably already writing stuff that you were like no one can do this yeah like if i want to film this scene it doesn't yeah. exist is there any process by which I could film this scene. And it trips me know? out, man, that dream thing. Like he talked about it in those interviews that I was watching uh, on that visionary special. And he said that like he was coming up with stuff for Avatar or whatever. And he like looked back through his paintings and he had a glowing forest that with like, and he had some shit that kind of like there was already a blue chick that kind of looked it was like a hot blue chick that sort of looked like the Avatar girl Navi from like really? way, yeah, Navi yeah. from way back when. And the glowing forest painting, he dreamed it and painted it when he was 18 damn and then he made it and then like, it's fucking stuck he's like there. an old man yeah, and he's like yeah. 50 at that point he makes that yeah. shit but it's wild that it comes out of your dreams it's the fucking akashic record yeah. weird ether of information yeah. thing it's so weird yeah was it weird and well the other thing that he, he, he said something though that we was like <clears throat> i need to come up with how to make this he's like we well, already did like you did it in your brain you dreamed that last night he said something he's like now you just have to paint it on paper you already painted it you have to paint it on paper now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Cause I didn't think about the fact like you can right. think of crazy things in your mind, right. but to get them now out I've to just got to get them yeah. out. But he has yeah. the ability to put it on paper. Like if yeah. you dream something, like, wow, man, I dreamed the craziest shit last night and your brain made that up. Your yeah. brain created that yeah. abstract fucking it manifested this weird image 
but he has the ability to print it. He has a yeah. print. He has a print it, we're all laptops. He has a printer. Yeah, himself, exactly. And he can spit exactly. that shit back yeah. out. You're like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. That's an artist. I mean, that's, that's, there's creative people and there's artists, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's the difference. And, Creative people can think of cool ass shit, but it's just that his art is a, is a weird art. Like his art is yeah. filmmaking, which takes a whole crew and technology that like his entire career has been based on trying to invent the shit he needs to make his next movie possible, mm. you know, and, and it's just fucking, he's just an inventor of cinematic technique more so than most. I think, I think most people would be like, there's no way to do that. We're just going to have to scrap it and do something else. Just through necessity. Yeah. He yeah. like, you have to do it. He said there were parts in Avatar where the whole crew would get done like shooting. And they're like, we don't know what to do now. And he's like, well, neither do I. Like, he's like, fuck, I don't know. And they would like sit down and be like, how do we fucking figure this out? Get so this to work. We yeah. need to get this moving. And they would figure shit out like that. Even, Even an offered, interview. He it, tried it, to offer to fix the fucking oil spill. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Because he knows he's a problem solver. Right. He knows he probably could have figured it out. And there was like in one interview, I don't have it in my notes, but when he was doing T2, he talked to his his main special effects guy that he worked with, um, and he explained the fact that look, the villain is going to be like made out of a liquid metal, you know. And he even explained it. He was like, kind of like the the water being that comes out in the abyss, right. but in a way, it should be easier because it's going to be reflective instead of see through. So all right. we have to do is is get the refraction down of 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 what's being reflected instead of see through it, and right. blah blah blah. He was like, so we just need to figure out you know, uh, you know, is this, can we do that? And then the guy was like, I'll call you tomorrow. Right. And just hung up. And then the guy called him the next day and was like, okay, we can do it. It's going to take this long to render every shot. So realistically we can only do this many shots of the liquid metal. Right. So James pick your battles. Yeah. Like the whole thing isn't liquid metal fighting Arnold. Yeah. We only have so many shots. And again, I think that's why he's a brilliant director because now you're faced with the limitation of how much I can afford to put in the movie, which also starts to become a creative thing. Cause then you're going to kind of do what Spielberg does in Jurassic Park or jaws, which is how can I tease this? Right. Like right. I can make him even more impactful showing him less yes, right. if I do it right. You know? And he talked about that too, making creative decisions based off like what's available and like the studio <clears> being <throat> over you to be like, yeah. Hey, do we have to fly that much in avatar? Why do I have to fly so much? He's like, they just, cause I do, I, I need to, like, it's my vision right. Right. because it's my vision. And it's what we need to, what needs to be done. They're like, yeah. yeah, but it takes like all this shit to do this shit because it's 50 you know it's 5200 hours per frame yeah i don't understand that yeah, that's just crazy because it's like 30, well, it's graphics 30, 30 frames a second right, yeah right and it's a fucking two hour movie you know yeah. what i mean that's a whole lot of seconds it's a whole lot of frames. that's why, that's the, a whole that's lot why of hours. it takes so long for the movie to come out too they're probably fucking still processing video it's probably just banks of computers or, churning or after you get like the frame done something's wrong in it <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta redo re, yeah, you gotta oh, we forgot it. to composite that and like yeah. then we have to re-render that well how many hours a day there's there's 24 you know, hours, yeah. 5200 divided by 24. Yeah, so 5200 divided by 24. That's 216 days. It's almost a fucking year. It's three quarters of a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for one frame. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they have. So they obviously have multiple have banks computers. of computers doing yeah. Yeah. that shit. Oh the whole yeah. fucking place. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. It takes it takes three quarters of a year, and and if one 30 frame in one second, You'd have to something start is over. wrong. Yeah. You'd have to get oh like, oh, a whole another year before because yeah. that one scene. Think not about bad. the pressure of that, yeah. like having everything perfect. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. So that's crazy. He starts his career in 1978. Um, he gets he makes a small film. Um, I watched it today. It's 10 minutes long called Exogenesis. It's really weird. 
I've seen scenes from weird. it. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, you see, like when you're That's watching like, it's the weird it, robot one, right? Yeah, like, you're yeah. like, oh, that robot is a lame looking version of like the battle tank robots that are driving over human skulls in Terminator, right. you know, and at one point, conceptual drawing of that was at, super fucking at cool. one point, this, this woman is in a robot Walker fighting this other robot. Oh, and you're like, Oh, like that's the, the alien. alien. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like you see all this stuff yeah. in there. Um, but it's 1978 and like, at, like the actor who's in it is all super cheesy, but whenever it like pulls back and you see like a shot of the world or like some of the special effects, you're like, that's kind of on point for no money in 1978. Speaking like, of good fucking- actors and special effects, have you guys seen the video store available at hecticfilms.com? Mm. I have not. Did you say good actors? Yeah. Hmm. I was fabulous for the record. I just had to say worldwide web, which I still don't agree with. Interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I said interwebs. I said the worldwide web. And then it was because they fought me on it. Remember, I couldn't say internet. They're like, no, they wouldn't say that. And then just a little bit later, the kid's like, that's like the internet connection. I was like, he said internet. God damn it. You let him say internet. Yeah, bastards. But go check it out. Hecticfilms.com. And uh, we are, the the three of us are in the movie. And if you don't feel like watching the whole movie, we are right in the beginning of that motherfucker. Like we are the opening. We're the opening. We're the openings. (laughs) I didn't know we were the opening scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the opening scene. It was like, it's right after the title though. So yeah. it's like pre little pre opening thing, and then the title happens. It says video yeah. store, and when that and fades away, it's okay. us. Yeah, yeah. I it's like watching a train wreck. Yeah, it was yeah. good though. Yeah, you can't look away. So he becomes a production assistant for Rock and Roll High School, um, which I believe is a trauma film in 1979, mm-hmm. and then he starts working for Roger Corman Studios, who are sort of the masters of like B movies at the time. And he starts doing, um, he's a model maker. So again, all of his little special effects studies that he did and so forth are feeding him into the, the type of things that he does. Apparently he constantly gets in fights with Roger Corman and the people that are in charge of this studio and he gets fired twice, but they immediately hire him back again. Cause they're like, well, fuck nobody else. Even can to do the point that I saw on the thing I watched, he said that there was a point where he said the photography, the way they were filming it wasn't capturing it right. And he said, he approached him and said, what if I did some secondary directing on the other shots while you guys are shooting this? Like when you're shooting the dialogue I'll direct the parts that need to be done for just shooting like the other stuff that are just angles or whatever. And he's like, that sounds like a great idea. And it was, he's like, really? I could, I could direct and like, let him do some of the directing on, directing on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Second unit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, he ends up, uh, when I was a kid, I fucking loved this movie. He became the art director on battle beyond the stars. <clears throat> fucking okay. fantastic. So good and bad. I mean, such a such a fantastic. I went to the theater and saw it with my brother and Fuzzy. I remember getting home that yeah, night stars. and being all j- jazzed because we saw this fucking horrible Star mm, Wars I was, ripoff. I'm two years old, is why I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, Battle Beyond the Stars. It does look like a Star Wars ripoff. Um, uh, There's a cowboy in it. Yeah, that's uh, what's his name who plays a uh, space cowboy. The the sometimes they call me the space cowboy. This guy, this guy has some serious makeup on. Don't that has nothing to do with the movie. No. Not really, no. That poster is But these characters are so like cliche from every every version of like like this guy's been in some shit. Like I mean there's a lizardy person in the in the movie. She's hot. Yeah. The Valkyrie. What's his name? The guy who plays uh uh guy? Like the main guy from the A team. I love it when a plan comes together. Who's George? George Papard. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he he was in it. Uh, right, Jackson, George Papard. Oh, I'd love to. I'm George so Papard. fucking impressed. You knew Papard. <laughs> that's Captain Papard. Yeah, have you guys you never seen Star Trek? Star Trek. Captain Papard. But yeah, so he was art director for Battle Beyond the Stars. Who, who's this mini me? Uh, the uh, uh, what's his name? Freaking Mike Myers. Uh, yeah. a, bi- a million dollars. Yeah, uh, the guys on there. <laughs> Who's this guy? So just just uh just watch the trailer for Battle Beyond the Stars, and I think it says everything you need to see. Oh, um, wow. then he it did. Looks, it looks incredible. Oh, it's an, it's on Amazon Prime Video. Is for it? free? Yeah, no, Whoa. no subscription. Yeah, oh, he did. Some- he was in charge of special effects for uh, John Carpenter's Escape <laughs> from New York. And, that's pretty big. Uh, that's huge. Yeah, it's fucking huge. He can't. And then he, he was the production designer for something called Galaxy of Terror. I have no idea what that one was. Um, but then, so he starts working on a movie, Piranha 2, um, oh, yeah. The Spawning, in mm-hmm. 1982. And uh, the original director leaves because of creative differences. You don't say. <laughs> what creative differences do you have? Like the studio <laughs> comes down like... There's too many piranhas. Like yeah. what? Like what creative differences do you have on Piranha Two Electric Boogaloo? Like Piranha, what? Mm, Electric Boogaloo. Not enough blood in the water. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Like okay, that's fine. This is a dog shit movie called Piranha Two. Like when the studio comes down hard on a decision, don't you just kind of say, "Okay, studio, that's fine." Like, no, yeah, you're you ruining know. my vision. For Piranha, too. I mean, maybe it was maybe it was when you're the director good. of a movie though that's going to come out like that. Like, and I think the first Piranha movie was a big movie though, right? It was a big horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So I think you're probably pretty serious about your shit. Like in every everyone's own mind, they are James Cameron. You know, everyone's like, I must be respected. I'm the next blah blah blah. I mean, James Cameron did direct this fucking movie and then go on to do the Titanic and all this shit. So probably when people view themselves, they take everything very seriously. They're like I not going to half-ass man. do anything, even Piranha Two: The Spawning. No, you got to take that seriously. Well, there's a certain point where it's like, I just need to keep the studio happy so I get picked to do Piranha 3. Your like, commercials can fuck off. I'm trying to watch that fucking movie you said just to get a scene from it. The star. But these commercials. That Valkyrie's got fuck, some titties on her, though. I'm going to have to watch it. Valkyrie's hot, dude. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. It's like some 70s bush. Yeah. For sure. So... The director ends up getting fired, and uh, they replace him with James Cameron, who's (laughs) now like fully directing the second half of the filming. He's in charge of the editing. He's in charge of everything, and he puts out uh, Piranha 2. And then, surprisingly, his first real movie that he did was fucking Terminator, which really blows my mind. Yeah, so he writes Terminator. Um, didn't he, he sell the script for a dollar? Yeah, he sells yeah. it to uh, at the time his wife, and basically the the thing is she runs a small production company, and the deal is if she's like if you sell it to the production company for a dollar, then w- the production company owns the rights, and we can team up with a larger production company, and we can be like, look, we've already got the director on board, we already own the intellectual property. So just give us some money to film the right. movie, which they do. So he gets to make Terminator. It bites him in his ass later, and he says that that was like 
the like he you would have thought Terminator was going to be. He Terminator, said it was. Though. He said it was Hollywood 101 because yeah. at that point he no longer owns the intellectual property of Terminator. Right. So when he did Terminator 2, he was still cool with his wife and the same studio right. owned it. But then the reason that Terminator got so shitty for so many movies is because eventually a company bought a company that bought a company that bought a company. So eventually James Cameron literally has nothing to say yeah. about Terminator anymore. It's um, like from dusk till dawn, Quentin Tarantino, right. the first one, like is a good movie. From dusk till dawn two, Quentin Tarantino has nothing to do right. with it, right. and it's fucking absolutely garbage. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this looks very Spaceballs like ripoff. Yeah, the like, video quality is really good though. The the production quality looks good, but like look at that shit fucking half. No, you Android. can't say that's a Spaceballs ripoff. Like. Well, I'm saying like Spaceballs, Spaceballs is, is to ripping. Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like yeah. how like the quality's good, everything's right. good, but it looks a little silly. Like some of this mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. it's very uh, you know. yeah, 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 Star Tricky, yeah, Captain Papard. So yeah. <laughs> Captain Papard. So Galen Hurd is the one she she uh. owns Western or Pacific Western Productions. She's the co-founder, and uh, they end up getting um uh the. It sounds like they only make cowboy films. Hemdale Pictures uh, ends up supporting the movie, and uh, they go for it. At first, he wanted the actor Lance Henriksen um, instead of Schwarzenegger. Instead of Schwarzenegger, because so he who wanted is that the guy. Term- that guy ends up playing someone in the movie, though. He plays the uh, cop. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, he plays a cop. That guy was. Pissed. He also play. So he worked with him in Piranha Two. Um, he ends up in the next movie. He does. I think, it's, I think that's a good choice though. Cause he has like a more punchable face. Like he looks like a bad guy kind of, he like does. He, he does look like a bad yeah. guy. He looks like he looks And if, he if the, pre- and, and come maniacal. on, I mean the premise of the Terminator is that this thing is an infiltrator Android that can get into where you are and kill you. Yeah. And it can act like a human. It looks like a human Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you're in the future, you're like, oh, look, it's a fucking Terminator. Yeah. But if it was just some dude in his 50s walking up, you're like, oh, let him in. Yeah. He's hungry, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I can kind of, I kind of get it. You um, want to feel old? Hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. He's old God now. Damn. Yeah. 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 Who's that? Lance That's the Hendrickson. fucking guy from Terminator. No. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what old. I was saying. I was like, oh, I mean, my he God. had to have been 50 when he made Terminator. Oh, dude. Yeah, he didn't look real God. young on these images when I pulled up yeah. the other stuff from Terminator. Yeah. But, dude, like, I mean, look at this one. That's the more recent one. Yeah. Look at that, Brad. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, was, I just, uh, I had a Lance Henriksen encounter last night because I'm replaying the the legendary edition of Mass Effect, and he plays Admiral Hackett in Mass Effect. He's also in Millennium. He's I know very well that he's in Millennium. Yeah. Millennium is an amazing television show. Is that good? Fucking great. I'm still trying to watch Expanse. I'm fucking struggling. Millennium to get is it. an amazing television show. Man, is that what we have to look forward to? <clears throat> what being old like that? Lance Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our noses get bigger, our ears get bigger, our balls hang down. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's already it happening. Yeah. Oh, um, man. So uh, it's already happening. <laughs> um, he ends up giving this, getting the smaller role. Um, they hire Linda, Linda Hamilton. He makes the decision to hire Schwarzenegger because Schwarzenegger hasn't done a whole lot yet. I, I am the Terminator. I don't even know if he did, he did Conan the Barbarian yet. Did he do Conan yet? Because this was 84. I think, I think Conan was earlier, wasn't it? Was, was Conan 70s? 78? Uh, maybe. 70? Maybe he had Conan already done Conan. 
But this, if so, this would have been his 1982. Second movie. 82. Okay. Yeah. So he did Conan. Then he did this, um, and uh, just fucking knocks it out of the park. There's so many great moments in the original Terminator. I'm permanently ruined by a scene in Terminator because at what at one point the Terminator is on the phone and he calls Sarah Connor's mom. And he's like, hey, baby. Like, well, no, before that, oh, like okay. he's calling to find out where Sarah Connor's mom is. And she's like, is, you know, is this, you know, are you the mother of Sarah Connor? And yeah. she's like, yes. And he says, what is your address there? And to this day, if I ever ask anyone's address, I say, <laughs> what is your address there? And it's because of that. You should scene. say an accent. Though. I often do. I often lay it on a little bit and I kind of go, what is your address there? And then they know what it means. <laughs> I do. I, it's that was like, good. It's, it's always in my brain whenever I need someone's address on the phone. That is the way I, I ask it. You know the fitness chick Jillian Michaels, like the super famous fitness chick? Mm-hmm. She was like the host of Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. She became, She was a normal fucking like soccer mom, and she watched Terminator and saw fucking Sarah Connor doing Probably pull-ups. Terminator too. Yeah, she yeah. saw her doing the pull-ups yeah. in the middle institution yeah. thing. Fucking and amazing. That inspired her to try to be able to do pull-ups like that or some shit. And that, that led to her entire career. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, so he actually did a voiceover in the movie, James Cameron did, and he played uh he did the I can't say he played Sarah Connor's mother. He played the Terminator impersonating Sarah Connor's mother on the phone. That's that's his that's voice. That's his voice. <laughs> the, Did you know that um, when uh, DiCaprio, she's like, "Draw me like you draw the other girls or whatever the fuck," and he's drawing on the Titanic. Uh-huh. That's actually James Cam- uh, James Cameron's hands, yeah. and he's drawing the girl, and that's where he really drew the picture. Yeah, he drew yeah. the picture. So it makes seventy eight million dollars worldwide for Orion Pictures, which at the time in nineteen eighty four for a movie with no fucking budget is a huge success. Yeah. And I think more than the financial success, it was a huge cultural success. And, and they I paid don't a dollar think, for the rights to it. Yeah. Like, and I yes. don't think they track this in the success of the movie. That was the birth of VHS tapes mm-hmm. and every fucking buddy rented Terminator. Yeah. Like just what are we going to watch this weekend? I don't know. Let's go get Terminator again. Like everybody watched Terminator <laughs> every fucking weekend. Um, that, that was all part of it. 2008, um, it was selected by the United States National Film Registry. They pick movies that they consider to be culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant for all of American culture. And they picked uh, Terminator to go into the registry because it's such an important uh, movie for science fiction, for, for everything. Um, he co-writes the screenplay for Rambo First Blood Part 2 with Sylvester Stallone, um, but doesn't have anything else to do with it. And then his his next big movie is Aliens, which is kind of a big deal. So the first Alien is a horror movie, um, and it's done by Ridley Scott, who's like a master filmmaker. And he has the idea for the second movie, but he doesn't want to direct it. And he taps James Cameron to be the one who directs it. And James Cameron tweaks it to make it not a horror movie, but an a-, a sci-fi action movie. And it's as good as an action movie gets. Like it's, it's aliens is as good as a science fiction action movie gets. But to be clear, this what was the first fantastic. aliens called? Alien. 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 Plural. Okay. Yeah. I tried to watch the yeah. other day and I could. The first it. one. Yeah. Yeah. A little jump scares going on. I was falling asleep. It was fucking me up. I was getting anxiety. 
Every time I turn around, a lot of anxiety in the stab first one. Second one, the, there's not a whole lot of anxiety. It's just a lot of tension and build, right. and then just endless death of a more swarm of sci-fi tantric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the so Aliens comes out uh, in 1987. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Wins I think that was a smart actress. move not to make it Alien Two. I think so too. Alien. It's so subtle, but yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, so it's uh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. She shouldn't want anything for that it, movie. It was the Gurney Weaver. Yeah. He's fucked with me. So it's like, <laughs> I, like, I'm like picturing the wrong person in the role. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Uh she won <laughs> Best Actress, and then it won Best Art Direction, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, and Best Sound. And best uh, visual effects, which well, is a lot was, for a no. That's what two. it was nominated for. Yeah. That's what it was nominated yeah. for. It won for best sound editing and best visual effects, which were that's what I'm talking about. Like that was all James that's, Cameron. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. James so Curtis like, don't get shit. To think about the fact that like his second real movie, you know why she didn't get shit? She wasn't involved in the that's film. True. Either, yeah, she shouldn't have been. Yeah. Second big, second big movie is part of an already existing famous franchise fucking makes a shitload of money and he wins two academy awards what's crazy so is just like each movie in succession with the exception like, sorry the exception actors of- you weren't good enough yeah but guess who was <laughs> me, me. <laughs> yeah except for the abyss he, he loses his ass on that one yeah, yeah this is a movie that just, movie's fucking good though. i love that that's I one that movie's uh, that like movie fucking water dude like uh, the part in the little sub, man. The I little mean, part in the sub. Yeah, decision. You yeah. fucking dude, being down down in the water in the deep depths of fucking darkness. And by the way, the one of the stunt rats. I uh, saw that. Yeah, That's one so of the stunt cool. rats died. Yeah. while they were filming. You know how they put it? In, they put it in the Ziploc bag with the liquid oxygen. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, liquid oxygen. Yeah. So one of them died. James Cameron took it out of the Ziploc bag. Uh, kicked all the liquid oxygen out, gave it mouth to mouth, brought the rat back to life, and then uh, took him home and kept him for the rest of his yeah. life. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> noble man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, he uh, he makes the abyss, uh, but it's grueling. The underwater stuff, like the the, the technology, set was underwater, isn't there. Dude. It was an underwater set. Those he had to build had like submarine down. He had there. to build all this stuff. Like like normally, you would have a crane shot where it's literally like or or like a like the, that the camera is stressful. on is like, on tracks, like, and it's like yeah. there's no track. So he had to build like these crazy Cables. James Bond yeah. fucking self propelled cameras with light rigs on them. Mm-hmm. Like he had to build all this shit to pull off the abyss, and he had to create this type of CGI yeah. to make the water move i'm wondering why that movie didn't do as good as they thought it was gonna do or as good as he thought or why it didn't do delayed and money and because it was actually like if you watch that movie like you you feel the stress that they want you to feel like that movie ed harris screaming and punching her in the fucking chest and giving her mouth you've never fought for anything in your life fight stop 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 (laughs) he fucking slaps the fuck out of her fight that fucking scene is crazy dude yeah and he himself almost died i didn't know this until research so cameron was filming and they were doing an underwater scene and uh, it was just like a quick shot so he just held his breath and went down or whatever Mm -hmm. started to run out of oxygen and go up and a safety diver gives him a regulator to just breathe, you know, scuba so he doesn't have to rush to get back to the surface. <laughs> but instead it puts water yeah, in his lungs. Yeah, but it's malfunctioning, so it pumps water down his lungs. He's trying to get the thing off of his face, 
the diver thinks he's panicking yeah. and tr- and is trying no, to sir, force you need it the on oxygen. His face. Yeah. So he has he starts punching the shit out of the diver. <laughs> so he backs off and then breaks through the surface, barely gets in enough air, and then fires him and the stunt oh, coordinator. Oh, um, fuck, is your chair gonna oh, make fuck. it, dude? <laughs> you good? Almost went to the abyss. Yeah, he did. Fucking um, so yeah, he almost died, and a rat did die in the filming of wow. the. Abyss. I can't believe that was real. Like, I like amniotic fluid, yeah. or where the fuck yeah. I know that existed? Liquid Crazy. oxygen. Yeah, they really no, put a rat in there. Because remember, yeah, like, when jerks, he came out of the and water, it taking deep breaths. Yeah, yeah. when he came out of the water, real. though. Yeah, the rat actually gave him yeah, mouth exactly to mouth and, and saved his him, life, yeah. and I kept him yeah. the rest of his life. But it did win. Another Academy Award for Best Visual Effects, which he should just get used to. Have I you suppose. seen the extended edition of The Abyss? Uh-uh. I can't even tell you. You have to watch it. Like, if what? you like that movie, you should watch it. There's a whole different ending. There's an alternate what? ending to that fucking movie. You know, movie. I have, but it's so long since I've seen it that I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't. Don't re- I'm not going to say because I want to ruin it. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, if you're going to uh, watch it again, make sure you find the extended. I was yeah. The only reason I know is because back in Blockbuster days, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. And they had like a table where they sold shit, and the fucking VHS that was on that table was The Abyss, but it said extended edition. And, you know, back in the day, we didn't have DVDs. No. Yeah. So there wasn't like the cool director's cut extra right. thing. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, this yeah. is like one of my favorite movies. What is that? And it said alternate ending on it. <laughs> and we fucking bought that shit and took it home. And I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. And he yeah. was also one of the first ones, uh, and I think that was something else that he figured out early on, because I remember Aliens came out, and then at one point before anyone was doing this, he released the extended cut yeah. that had like 18 more minutes in it that the studio wanted him to cut, and some of it was fucking amazing. Like you know, these like, auto turrets set up in the hallways, mowing down armies of aliens, and all that, like just like really fucking it. cool scenes that the studio wanted to cut, but he put back in and released it. And I remember that's just rough. That's got to be tough to do all that. And they're like, yeah, don't don't do that. To me, we yeah. spent three yeah. weeks doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Or longer, probably or three longer. years, yeah. probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's crazy. Is like, you know, you think about these movies, and uh, you know, like all the special effects and stuff that have never been seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he went and did Avatar, he did Aliens, he did fucking the Abyss, he did all these fucking things, Terminator, shit that had never been done before. But then people are still like coming out with stuff, but it's 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 all few and far between. You know, like the movie that uh, comes to mind was Doom. And they have you watched Doom mm-hmm. with with the with the Rock? With the Rock, yeah, yeah. But it's like they make it seem like it's a computer scroll. Yeah, that opening, like when he's moving uh-huh. and stuff. Like, well, throughout the movie here, yeah. little they didn't overuse it. But when combat, but when it happened, out, yeah. yeah, the scroll, and they filmed it that way, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like how in like the fuck? It's like a. It looks like when you're scrolling on an old computer game, right, like when you're playing right. that shit, like it, it felt like that. Right. I was like, God damn. I've never seen that. Yeah. That movie is fucking like the cinematography on it is really good. Like it's, it's actually like, it's impressive how they I come remember up that and effect, do those but things. I don't remember much about the movie. Yeah. And I don't know how the fuck they did it. I don't know if they did it digitally or if they, they probably had to rig up some t- type of camera movement. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, that stuff's impressive though. When they come up with these new, ways that have never been done before right you know it's like you're you want to do this um how do you come up with that you know what i mean how how are you developing those things you know like i guess just like anything like the sliding camera you know instead Mm -hmm. of it started out with some dude doing it you know fucking doing the walking stairway even even the camera thing like so the at one point when they were getting ready to film 
like he had his storyboards and the vision of what the Marines would use. And they would use these giant 50 caliber machine guns that are too heavy for anyone to hold. But they wore these giant rigs that would support it with their body. Yeah. And he took basic steady cam rigs that that were fairly new technology, all things considered at the time, and then mounted, tried to mount these giant machine guns on the steady cam rigs, realized they weren't good enough, had to modify the steady cam rigs to make them more articulated and more accurate so that they could support these giant machine guns and then realized, well, fuck it. We should just put a camera on that and use it for our steady cam. Cause that's way better than a traditional steady cam. So it's like, he's, he's always yeah. innovating. It's yeah. like, he takes a film thing, turns it into a prop for the movie, realizes the prop has just been made more effective than the film thing. And now everybody uses a steady cam. That's the modified version yeah. that James Cameron came up with for aliens. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's like, that's always how he's, He's working. So he starts a production company uh, called Lightstorm Entertainment, and it's called Lightstorm because the the little orb of light when time travel happens in the Terminator movies in the, in the screenplay, it's called the Lightstorm, hmm. and that's the, the name of it. Um, but he starts it, and they produce Point Break, uh, Point Break with his then-wife, Catherine Bigelow. Um, they... Uh, which is arguably, arguably one of the most uh, important things he's done. That's what I said. You're a Point Break fan, huh? You're I a like Point Break it. fan? Not really. I really I'm am, actually. Really. I like Point Break. I, no, I do. I've yeah. only seen it once or twice. It's the Swayze, really. It's the Swayze, really. The Swayze, yeah. Swayze's good. Yeah. It's the Swayze, really. So he does T2. I mean, Swayze is a bad guy. You know what I mean? You're used to seeing Swayze as a good guy. You know, Roadhouse. Right. You know what I mean? True, yeah. and, 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 you know, he's, he's always, you know, ghost. Right. You know? And, and then you get it, you get the bad guy Swayze. Right? right. That's that's you know that shows his acting ability. It shows the range. Yeah. yeah. I mean Keanu's Keanu. You yeah. know what I mean? Keanu's yeah, yeah, Keanu. Yeah. But but yeah, it shows the range of Swayze. I, I really think that was a, a pivotal point in his career. In Swayze career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. In the, in the Swayze Dome. For sure. Um, I think it was yeah. a pivotal point in all of action movies because I think yeah. it is. Uh, John Wick doesn't exist without Point Break. No, you're right. You're right. There's neither a, does there's the Italian a, Neither job. does the Matrix. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a whole line yeah. of branching yeah. off right. Keanu line that I mean, starts with Point Grant wouldn't even have a simulation theory without the Matrix. True. Right. Like this wouldn't. changed the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Me so, being key to the whole thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. So he gets into T2. He makes Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And a quote from him, and I thought this was cool because I'm a big fucking Terminator nerd and I didn't know this particular fact. That's a Terminator. Term, I am a Terminator. Hmm. Um, he says, when I first conceived the story idea, it was in two parts. In the first part, Skynet sent a cyborg with a metal exoskeleton or endoskeleton and the good guy sent the protector. Um, the protector crushes him under a truck or throws him through some big gear structure or machine. And then up in the future... Skynet realizes the ripples of time are progressing towards them and they still haven't won the war. So Skynet would think long and hard about pulling the trigger on sending the experimental one-off super weapon that they've created and that even they're terrified to use, Hmm. which I thought was a very cool concept. So the original was an Arnold gets sent back and an Arnold gets sent back. The one's good in protecting Sarah Connor. The other one's evil. 
they destroy the evil one fairly early, then cut back to Skynet, and they're like, fuck, it's not working. We have to send back this horror show, and even Skynet is afraid of the T-1000 because it's so fucking dangerous and horrible, and then they send the T-1000 back, which is the metal... You know, and and again, they don't want him to be big and buff. They want him to be lean and fast and kind of normal, so yeah, normal yeah. looking. They said yeah. if Arnold was a Panzer tank, the T one thousand would be a Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. yeah, and they said they wanted him to be very fast. They realized very early on that they wanted him to be a cop, just because of the a. It just kind of made it creepy somehow, but b. It just gave him immediate access to everything. Yeah, authority. Like, like you're just like if you're trying to find. John Connor, you're a fucking cop. You've right. got a picture of him. You're knocking on doors. People are going to point you sense. right towards him, you know? Um, so that's what the smarter, um, uh, robot would do. Exactly. So it's one of the most expensive films to ever be produced at the time. It cost $94 million. Um, it was released on July 3rd, 1991, and it broke box office records. It earned two hundred million in the North American box office, and it was the first ever movie to earn three hundred million dollars worldwide. Damn. So again, this is the beginning of that pattern of Jesus Christ. You're taking how long to build this, and you just spent ninety four million dollars on this fucking movie. But it's like it makes three hundred million dollars, so they're two hundred million ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're good. Um, I wonder how much he, a director really gets out of that. I mean, he got paid pretty good. Well, with Titanic, he was supposed to get. Um, Titanic was so over budget and bloated and right. late, and that they were. He was like, in order to finally get a couple more scenes that he wanted filmed, he said, "I will. Pay. I'll forego my pay." And his pay was eight million dollars. Right. So he was supposed to get $8 million to direct Titanic. He said, don't give me $8 million. Just give me some fucking what? Just give me some percentage of the back Give me 2% of the... Exactly. And everyone (laughs) thought it was a deal, dude. Even the studio was like, fantastic, because everyone knows this thing is going to fucking flop. Like, we're going to save... And they estimate that he probably made about two hundred and fifty million dollars um, <laughs> turning down his eight. So I think he that made was a back, smart move. He made back the dollar he had, that he, he sold Terminator to, for. He had to have had an idea like this fucking movie right here is going to fuck. Oh, of do. course he did. He of had course to know. he did. He had to know because the studio doesn't know yeah. what's going on. Like right. they've, they've seen bits and pieces. Right. They don't know. He's like showing them the old people scene. Like oh, this shit's yeah, going to yeah, flop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. T2 won people see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. best makeup, best sound mixing, best sound editing, and best visual effects. So again, all of his shit um, gets gets uh, uh, wins. Best um, makeup on Titanic. On Titanic? Oh, no, on Terminator. On Terminator, like, oh, yeah. okay. I was like, yeah, fucking makeup on a special effects thing. I was like, for some reason, I, I don't know. When you said that I heard Titanic, it fucked me all up. Oh, yeah, yeah, makeup, yeah. No, like, best makeup for... Women, like pretty women, like... <clears throat> and part of the like in again he releases the behind the scenes like the shit that he does to pull off a scene there's one particular scene in t2 so again if you watch it and like linda hamilton should have won some fucking awards for that movie she is buff. so in it she is so sarah Con- like the scene where she's in the police she did, station she on won camera James heart. and she's like talking about what the future is gonna look like on judgment day when the nuclear bombs mm-hmm. drop and she just fucking snaps and loses her mind it's fucking fantastic but she's so buff and so yoked and so badass but 
at one point there's a scene that got cut from the original movie, but it's in the extended cut where they, the Terminator, they want the Terminator to be able to learn. And the Terminator says, I can't learn my learning chip is disabled and you'd have to remove it from my head, turn on the learning chip, put it back into my head. Right. And he talks them through how to do it. And they're like, okay, that's what we're going to do. And that explains so, why he had a change of heart. Or that something. explains why I had a change of heart. So they film this fucking shot. And again, this is a shot that's not even in the original movie, but the shot is unbelievable. So it's Arnold sitting there with his back to the camera and Linda Hamilton's back is to the camera and there's a mirror in front of them, and you can see the reflection in the mirror. There's Arnold. There's Linda Hamilton. But they film it from behind, so you can see him pull out like this six-inch cylinder out of his head and then remove this chip yeah. and switch it on and put the tube back in his head and do all this stuff. But the trick was <clears throat> there was no mirror. It was a fake Arnold Schwarzenegger body, and the real Arnold was sitting perfectly still on the other oh, side. Wow. And Linda Hamilton has an identical twin sister yeah. who trained as much as she did to mimic to be moves? as buff as she was for this one scene. And the two of them perfectly mimicked their moves. Brenda Hamilton. To remove this fake thing off the back of the Terminator. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I hope brilliant. Brenda. I'm looking brilliant. at it right now. And it didn't even make <laughs> it into the into the original film. But uh. um, but it shows what he's willing to do to get a shot that he's like, oh, by the way, we're going to hire your sister, pay her a shitload of money, get her as buff as you are just so we can film this one shot. Leslie you know? Hamilton. Leslie Hamilton. She died. Oh, did she? Yeah. Um, Man, you got to be scared when you're Linda. Your, your days are numbered. Your twin dies at 63, and then you're like, oh, fuck. She didn't stay buff. Yeah, she didn't stay buff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he ended up wanting to do a third Terminator film, but by that point – um, different companies owned the franchise and he couldn't get back in on it. So he just walked away. She didn't get enough vitamin D cause she was always living in the shadow of her sister. That's true. Not, not enough sunlight. Yeah. Um, she wasn't even an actor too. Like, right. like she just did it for the sake of that one shot. He did true lies, uh, which was a comedy action kind of out of character. Weird for him. It was, and for Schwarzenegger, it's an okay movie. Like, there's some cool shit in it. I remember just Sigourney Weaver's in it. Full circle. Yeah, you missed an opportunity there, sir. No, I didn't. Um, (laughs) I let it go. But again, it made 378 million dollars worldwide, and it got a nod for its visual effects. And I remember that at the end of the movie, there's a scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger is flying a Harrier jet like through the fucking sky. And the camera is following him and on his face and he fucking lands the Harrier, opens the thing, jumps out into the street and the camera is with him the entire time. It's one shot and it was was impossible. It was like the effects don't exist to have made this shot yet. Or he just land and he didn't land the plane. It was on a crane, but the the special (laughs) effects were so fucking good in that shot that you would have you would just think Arnold landed a Harrier in the middle of the fucking Los Angeles. Um, but then he did Titanic, which I mean, you can't say enough about it. So he, he built a 17 million gallon water tank with a 775 foot replica of the Titanic on it. Um, the film cost almost two, the film cost almost $200 million to make. 
Because, I mean, the replica of the Titanic was like, oh, the ballroom is in there and the estate yeah. rooms and like all well, the... 775 like, all feet. I mean, that's a two and a half football field. Yeah, that's a big know, ass fucking I mean, ship. Yeah. Um, but it had sets on it and all kinds of stuff. And um, Maddox but, told me last night, I don't remember if we talked about it, that the Titanic never sank. It was the Olympic and there's all this fucking... He had all this crazy conspiracy about it. He's 12. I don't He's watching YouTube. He was like, actually, it was the Olympic because this uh, banker that was financing it pulled out and didn't like let them do this. And I thought the Olympic was the fictional one that the. Yeah, but there, there was a twin ship that was identical. I'm yeah. telling you some 12 year old conspiracy right. shit last night because I was studying this and the Titanic came up. No, because we ran into that when we did our Titanic episode. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't remember well enough. Yeah. I. Th- he had a whole theory about it. Though. I thought the Olympic was the novel that was written about a sinking ship. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That ended up being eerily close to the Titanic, even though yeah. it came out before the Titanic sank. I might be wrong. That might have been a different name. Um, <clears throat> so it opens in uh, December of 97. The critics immediately love it. Um, it like when this movie came out, like I don't if if you're younger and you weren't around, I, I mean, It was, I mean, this is like, there's no streaming services. There's no fucking Netflix. There's, you know, you fucking rent shit at Blockbuster and go to the movies. Right. And Titanic was number one at the box office for like a fucking year. Yeah. I, I mean, Titanic had been out for months and months. I remember and never months. going away. Celine Dion. No, the whole dude, it never thing, went yeah. away. And I remember I didn't want to watch it. Everybody like, was doing their arms in the air thing on the end of everything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The fucking Leo. Thing. I just didn't like. I didn't yeah. want to. <laughs> yes. Right. I was disappointed. I'm the king because, of the world. Like I wanted aliens. I wanted fucking Terminator. I wanted this. And James Cameron did the Titanic, and it's a love story. And I wasn't that into it. I didn't really want to go see it. I knew I was going to watch it eventually. And it was when I still did improv. I did comedy sports, and we got done with rehearsal. You did that in Bakersfield. <clears throat> yeah, I went to that. They had the fly swatters. Oh yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, I bet you were there. That's funny. I was, like, I crossed was, paths at some point. Good in time. chance I was there. Yeah. yeah, I just remember chairs on stage and yep. like fly swatters and a bunch of shit. Do you remember where it was? <sighs> no, I suck. Was it like back behind? Uh, it seems like obscure. Where, where Akira's sushi is? Where's Akira's sushi? You're referencing the location by uh, Hobby California. Lobby. California, right there. Uh, California and Easton. Oh, maybe yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, because there's back on that's yeah. Easton, right? That goes back behind yeah. it. All. Yeah, it's yeah, back yeah, on loop, Easton, Easton, some loop. obscure yeah. little place. If it was on Easton, I was there because I I was in comedy sports. If it wasn't on Easton, he was there because <clears throat> I was I was in comedy sports for the entire Easton run. But um, everybody wanted to go <clears throat> to see Titanic, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's go see Titanic. And went, didn't hate it. Like, you know, it was like, that's cool. That's It was a good movie. Like, it's not, fuck, there's no Terminator in it, but it's a fucking good movie. I remember being horrifying, like, the sinking part. Yeah, 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 for bouncing sure. Bouncing off for the sure, and dude. shit. Like, for sure. Oof. It was very historically accurate, all this different stuff. Yeah. But the, the reason I'm bringing up the story is every single person that I went to see it with had it was at least the third viewing um for some people it was the fifth viewing when i went to see God it the first damn. time i don't get that yeah because ev- that's they why it was so movie. big everybody loved went and it. saw it again and again and again because they fucking loved it and but no i do remember and even mid-movie i was like oh okay this is james cameron instead of everybody running from 
an army of acid blood aliens or an indestructible terminator they're just running from the ocean like it's the same exact the abyss is that exactly it's the same exact thing they're just running from some different shit I found um, the Olympic Titanic thing actually. It has part of an insurance scam conspiracy that there was a twin ship made called the Olympic that was just like the Titanic, but mm-hmm. it had an accident and it collided with another ship. And instead of trying to facilitate the, the repairs, they like renamed the ship, made the Titanic be the Olympic, the Olympic, the Titanic, and then fucking put it out there and then sunk the Titanic, sunk it. Yeah. And it had to do with some bankers because they could claim the insurance. The bankers on were it. on board. Yeah, there were bankers on board, but the guy that was behind it got off that night and didn't go and killed his competitors, sunk the tight, sunk the Olympic that was broken anyway that he couldn't afford to fix, and then got the insurance money for it and killed his competitors in all in one fucking plot. Yeah, I don't know if it makes sense. Does make sense? Sounds true. Yeah, I'm pretty. The simplest answer is always make it so. We should make a movie about it. Yeah, and just use all of James Cameron's footage from Titanic, but we call it gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So it becomes the number one money-making film of all time for 12 years, 14 Academy Award nominations, which was a record. Um, it was number one until Deuce Bigelow <clears throat> took it out. Right, yeah, yeah two. Yeah, yes. Deuce Bigelow, two. Um, it number, won number two. Best Director, Best Film Editing, and Best Picture. Uh, Roger Ebert uh, said that it is flawlessly crafted, intelligently constructed, strongly acted, and spellbinding. Um, it's what put Leo on the map 100%. You got to be like, confident to use the term spellbinding. Fuck yeah, you do. Like, you don't yeah. get an opportunity in life to use no, spellbinding. No, no, no. Hmm. And people are going to be like, <laughs> I don't know, Ebert, you said it was spellbinding. Like, I'm going into this movie waiting yeah. to be spellbound, and you walk out and you're like, you son of a bitch. Come from? You son of a bitch, I was spellbound. Um, spellbound. So, uh, he divorced Linda Hamilton and he married an actress who was in that movie. And, uh, again, at the time, um, everybody thought it was going to be a flop. He gave up his $8 million and they think he made 257 million <laughs> instead. Um, he worked on some other stuff. Um, that's, I kind of, that's fucking great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I kind of wish this happened. He got involved in making a Spider-Man movie, and um, he and a guy named David Cope wrote a screenplay for it, but Cameron didn't like what the studio wanted him to do, so he walked away from it. But then that was still the screenwriter for the first Tommy Maguire movie, Spider-Man movie. Right. So he, he would have direct. Yeah, he he was going to direct. Yeah, whatever. But it, the screenplay was different. They totally changed stuff, but. Um, it could have been a pretty fucking badass. He had a liquid metallic you know, suit, exactly like a a James Cameron. His Spider-Man, webs would have been way crazier. Um, he he co-created the television show Dark Angel, um, with Jessica Alba, which I didn't know. It only ran a couple seasons. wasn't like a big hit. Um, and then he did. Uh, um, he was the producer on the film Solaris, which didn't do very well, but it's a very weird story to try to do well and then he produced alita the battle angel which only came out a couple of years ago that's a cool movie i still haven't seen it uh, I haven't it's seen a weird that. movie yeah. it's cool though um then he started he created another uh, studio to just make documentaries and at first he just started making documentaries about the ocean um the first one the only one that i've seen is one that bill paxton who plays like the main guy like in the Titanic, when it cuts to the present day and the guy who's looking for the whatever the name of the giant 
gemstone is. Like the guy who runs that ship is Bill Paxton. He was also the guy in Aliens that's game over, man. We're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Twister, you know, Twister. Hey, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Terminator. Chet. Yeah. He was also in the first yeah. Terminator. Chet. Uh, he's he uh, not, he's not. a punk rocker who Arnold runs into. Um, Weird science, man. Yeah, he was. He was Chet in Weird yeah. Science. Revenge but, of the Nerds. But. Uh, Anyway, he, he wasn't in that. He became friends with, I mean, because he was in fucking three James Cameron movies. So he was friends with James Cameron. And when James Cameron was researching the Titanic, since no one had really accurate information, he developed deep sea diving craft, found the Titanic <laughs> and fucking sent cameras down to film. Like that's how they knew what the design on the China was. Yeah, that's because why, that's why he offered with oil spills and shit because he legit like yeah, revolutionized cool. yeah. ocean cool. archaeology yeah. or whatever that's and called. And when they Aquatic were like, oh, what's the, what's the no. what did the chandeliers look like? It's like, well, we have footage of them right now. That's at the, crazy. So, I mean, that was the type of shit that he put into the Titanic. Deep sea archaeology. Yeah. yeah. That's the and uh, so he made a couple. He made a movie about the sinking of the Bismarck. He started making movies just about the ocean. Bismarcky. Yeah. Bismarcky. Yeah. Um, the. But he makes a bunch of these documentaries. Uh, Ghosts of the Abyss is one of them. Um, a lot of them are like big, like uh, IMAX 3D fucking mega things. Um, he did a thing for National Geographic called the Titanic 20 years later. Um, he himself in that documentary, he revealed that he's been to the Titanic 33 times that's fucking that's crazy cool. he's been in a fucking shit i'd like to go once like at yeah. the titanic 33 times yeah, he has that's like three thousand dive crazy. hours yeah. i watched the, he has a ted talk too so if anyone out there is interested the visionaries thing on him was really good and then there's an 18 minute ted talk where he talks about his uh his movie stuff as well right and his life a little bit so in 1995 he wrote an 80 page treatment for avatar and plotted out the avatar story and said, this is going to be the movie I make when it's finally possible to make it. And he was like, just, you know, constantly watching state of the art, special effects, uh, trying to see what was going to happen. But then finally, um, he ends up, uh, getting the money to make out avatar. The technology is finally there and he spends $300 million making avatar. He's using technology. Nobody has used before, which is pretty commonplace now. You know, the like if you ever see like a behind the scenes of the Avengers and you see like the head rig, you know, that right. Tony Stark or the Hulk is wearing so Motion it can map out their face. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was all shit that he invented for Avatar. Yeah. And he had and I remember reading about this in Wired before the movie came out, and it's what made me go see it on opening night. I really wanted to see Avatar. Because the reporter was saying, like, this is like nothing anyone has ever seen before. These actors are on stage on a giant green screen with these crazy rigs on their head. And when you and he's just sitting there holding a tablet and looking around in space. And the tablet was a window what, what, to the world. Yes. So the reporter is just looking at this tablet and it's like, oh, fuck. That's not Sam Worthington. That's a fucking giant blue alien. Yeah. And there's that's not a green screen. This is a giant tree, and there's mm. fucking pollen falling down. Yeah, when the actors, I watched and, a bunch of when they were doing it in that forest, there's just like these string things hanging down everywhere, and they're dancing <clears> around, and you're like, that looks so fucking like weak and yeah. silly. Like, it's just stupid. 
But yeah, when all the special effects gets overlaid on that shit, it's right. just magic. And yeah. the the only reason that I read that this one got delayed was because he didn't want to release it until enough theaters could install brand new 3D theaters. Because oh, you remember yeah. there was that big push of everything being in 3D all of a sudden. That was because of James Cameron. And now he's developing <clears throat> a new way to film and project 3D. And mm-hmm. so he's making like what it looked like. I, I can't speak this for sure, but it wasn't even an actual film. It was just like a <clears throat> medieval fight sequence filmed with the style that he was trying to make and develop. And so then he's going to go and like present it to like movie theaters to say like th- this is how it should be. This is the new 3D. Right. Like right. he's making a new version. He's of done it before. Yeah. He did it before. You know. I know my TV in my bedroom is actually 3D. And that was like cool for a little right, while. And right. I didn't like plan on it. It's yeah. just when I bought it, it had it. And it came with some glasses. And we watched Avatar. And I remember it's like, it was weird. It's like not the 3D you think. It's not like it's sticking out of the TV. No. It's the depth. That yeah, yeah, you yeah, get. yeah. So it's like, it's did, like, you, like you're looking through a window. And you could you feel like you could stick your head in there and look around. It's that kind of three. Did either of you watch Avatar in three D at the theater? Not the theater. I don't think I've ever watched. The I've never. The I've never seen Avatar. It's like I mean, I I've to this day, it. it's like nothing I've ever fucking seen. I remember putting on those glasses. I I hadn't seen a fucking movie in three D since. I watched Jungle Book in three D. Yeah, I hadn't seen anything since like the creature of the black from the Black Lagoon. And you'd get 3D glasses from TV blue. guy. Like you know, yeah, ones. exactly. So all of a sudden, like I'm sitting there, and I like there is a scene where whatever they call it, like the giant fucking tree falls down and is burning and whatever. And there's ash in the sky, and it was like there was a point where I was like. I took the glasses off because there was some shit falling in front of my face and I needed to swipe it away from my face. And then I took the glasses off and I was like, Jesus Christ, there's nothing here. Remember the Captain EO? It was like that when that little thing flew out at you. Yeah, dude. But it was like, and I, and I would, cause I was kind of sitting in the back and like, I remember at one point a bug kind of flew to the, my left periphery and I saw probably half the, the audience simultaneously swatted a bug that wasn't <laughs> yeah. there at the same time in this i was like jesus Christ. how far do you think it was unbelievable from, like think about the oculus have you got to do that yet no i still haven't done the oculus. dude the oculus once is, it becomes cost effective that's what i'm yeah, saying that's why the movie be, like yeah. what how summer like i have to admit i was be? going to buy an oculus um but i bought it's a like, foot i bought a foot massager oh really it's only yes. like 400 bucks huh? like the oculus is 400 i think they're, yeah they're they're not cheap they're they're yeah, still but a so bit like steep. my my buddy dirk uh old school salt salt seven dirk brought one down dirk here dirk. one day and we fucking painted out the map and it fucking yeah. put up the grid and shit that's the most crazy fucking shit i've ever done yeah. that was wild man i yeah. couldn't walk out on the elevator i kept taking it off i was like i know i'm in the basement i right. know that's not a two by four sticking out of an elevator 20 stories up right but it looked so fucking real and you can't see your feet i couldn't trust myself but I'm trying to picture what does that movie look like with an Oculus style yeah, yeah, yeah. immersion, like yeah, filmed what, you're, you're with like that in the scene or something. Yeah. It's like the Matrix, where like the girl in the red dress is going to walk by, and you'll be yeah. walking down the street of New York. Right, it's that kind of shit. Yeah. Where you're a, you'll be just an observer in the movie, or do you play a part? It's going to be like the holodeck, where like you know, right? You, it becomes some merger of movie and video game. Yeah, you where know, it's like, like you're, a, yeah, yeah. But so Avatar came out, and again, same fucking James Cameron story took too long to come out you spent too much money it's bloated there were technical difficulties it's gonna be a flop it's gonna be the end of your career holy shit this is the biggest movie of all time it actually defeated the titanic at the i mean bigger than the star wars movies bigger than anything 
which blew me away. I was not expecting, well, A, I wasn't expecting Titanic to do that. And B, I was not expecting Avatar to do that. He said that he knows that there's more directors out there that are more brilliant, more writers and directors that are more brilliant than him, but no one's harder working or willing to do what he does. Right. It's one of those things like when you're looking at, you know, an athlete, um, some people, I mean, there are athletes with raw natural talent. Right. And then you have others who don't necessarily have that raw natural talent, but they have heart and they, work and they have will off. and they yeah. work their fucking asses off to right. get just as good as that person with the raw talent, but they just have to work five times, right. 10 times harder. Right. And a lot of coaches and people like in the position to pick, you know, who they would pick would be, I want the person with the heart. Exactly. The person that works harder. The person that has to earn it. The person yeah. that earns it because right. they respect it and, right. and they want it more. Than the than the you yeah, know some of these prima yeah, yeah they value it more and that's why you get these prima donnas who have that natural talent and skill yeah who think that they should just be given everything right, right. you know so it makes sense you know what I mean and and he he understands that and knows that uh, and the value of that is huge. Have you guys ever watched the? There's a YouTube channel called the Corridor Guys. Yeah, I've seen those mm-hmm. guys. And they they do their special effects guys. It's they're part of a small special effects company, and they started doing YouTube videos where they sit down and they talk. They they also do it with stuntmen, and they talk about like the like they'll show several fight scenes from stunt you know from movies and have I a watched stunt the one from Harry Potter where uh, what's his name falls mm. down they did the, the like they sit down with a stuntman and say is that how did they do this how crazy is this is that right, the one you're talking right, about yeah. they, it? But yeah, they, they did it with those. um fucking what's his name Neville or whatever where mm. it's a Harry Potter scene where he just fucking falls straight back and like the stuntman was like, God damn, I think that's real. I think that kid fell like that. Yeah. Because yeah. he just fucking boom, never right. And they try to figure out what's going How on. How'd they do it? And they do it. And they did, uh, they did, uh, they were doing one on Terminator 2. And like the, <laughs> and there's just so much that goes into just a simple special effects shot. That isn't just computer graphics. It's the way the camera is positioned, how it's moving. Oh, and, yeah. And how the lighting is set up and all this different stuff. And when they were doing Terminator 2, like two of the three guys were like, this might be the perfect special effects movie. And they're like, there was no, there's no benchmark for what he was doing because he was inventing all of it. But even to this day, they're like movies. Now that we know how to do CGI, people don't do the basic things that Cameron figured out for the first time. Right. Like lighting, like there's like, there's going to be a CG thing here. So I need, and it looks like we're in lava. So there's got to be some lava shining right. for the background yeah. because I'm going to put a fake person here. It's and like, it's I've got to have the lighting be perfect. I've got to have the camera move perfectly. I've got like, he figured all this stuff out on how to make it look good before the technology was even there that people to this day don't know to do when they're making a big special effects movie, because that's just how James Cameron works. But yeah, so the avatar sequels are coming out. There's, there's two, three and four coming out simultaneously and pending on how they do at the box office, Cameron may or may not do a five and six. That's wild. So he's got That's insane. Like two, three, and four were are technically being yeah. filmed back to back to back to back. So they're still they're still filming. I didn't see the four. I thought four was just like if two and three did good, four and five might happen. I don't think he's filming four. I don't know though. Maybe I read that wrong. Maybe I read it. Yeah, wrong. I think it's the two and two. oh two and three were back yeah. to back, and if those two do well, it'll be four yeah. and five back to back. 
<clears throat> for a for another chunk. Yeah, it was it two was ninety five percent done. Three's done filming. Two has to be done by now because yeah. that article was like a year a while old. back. So two is probably done completely in the can. Um, but Cameron can, is another thing the that way Cameron, COVID changed movies though. It like, does, and, and can't, one of ca- the genius things that Cameron does is delay movies until the right time for them to come out. Right, like he knows when this movie needs to drop, but even the to have maximum box now. office, you know right? I mean? Which means he's probably going to sit on. Not it really, though. I mean, not no, they really. don't let you sit close together now. Still, yeah, but that's all going to end. Like that, it's oh, only maybe. so long. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that'll that'll forever. But I mean, even like, I mean, it it probably is going to work in his favor because he still needs to convince all the movie theaters to get the new 3D projector. Right. So this is going to give him longer to get the new 3D projector yeah. in everybody's hands or or whatever you know. But um, they're in the works. Um, he, yeah, the the. The Deep Sea Challenger, which is a, a craft that he had developed, a submarine that went to the deepest spot on the planet in, in the Marianas Trench. It, it made the deepest journey that any human has ever been on. He, he did and, a little speech about that, which was like compelling. It was, it was pretty cool and like profound to think about. It was like, how many people do something that no one else has ever done? Right. He said, think about things that happen in your life that are extremely profound or moving or emotional to you, like having a child, making love for the first time, someone close to you dying. He's like, those are all huge events. But every single person on earth experiences right. all of those. Right. He's like, so when you do something that no one else has ever done, like go to the deepest part of the ocean, he's like, I realized at some point I want to go do all these things. And I was like, man, I don't have to be an astronaut. The ocean's yeah. right here. Yeah. I yeah. have like the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the engineering Astronauts way harder to do. Yeah. Yeah. Ocean. Yeah. But the, the space is explored more than the ocean. Yeah. Right. And so you know he was I, mean? like, like, I can just go right. down and the ocean's right here. I can do this. And he said, yeah. it's such a profound thing that when you start to do something like that, you have to stop and be like, this is happening right now. No one's ever done this. In and the history did, of humanity, no one has ever yeah. been here. And he did a really cool thing. Like, so he develops this, this craft. He films with it. He makes his documentary with it. And then he decides to to uh, give it to an institute in Maine, but he has to drive it from L.A. to Maine, and he decides to book stops at elementary schools all the way across the country, and he himself travels with this submarine to, like, give talks, to, to like, get people into science and make them want to do filmmaking and explore the ocean, and it's like, he didn't need to do any of that, but I, I don't know that's super time. fucking He does that cool. and activism for, like, fucking all kinds of, like... Like, all kinds of sustainability and sustainability, environmentalism, and veganism, Which but like veganism... like, town hall meetings in fucking Canadian, like, small towns and shit... To talk to people about like water pollution yeah. and shit, like yeah. fracking and oil stuff, and like hmm. I don't know how he does all that. How the fuck do you pull he, it off? He's making he the probably, Avatar. There's, there's probably a few of him. Yeah, out there. The Avatar he's sequels CGI. are going to be the first <laughs> films completely made using solar power. Holograms. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. All the, the all the James Cameron's just have weird chrome collars <laughs> that are just face projecting James Cameron's head onto yeah. like. Stunt double, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the virtual presence, but he made like really these somebody else. He made these giant. He made these giant solar panel flowers. Yeah, they're supposed to be more that, efficient. That are yeah, that are way more articulate. efficient, and they articulate and move. And he built them all around his studio, and then he gave one of them to a high school in Malibu, and it creates all the power that the school needs. 
one with just nice. this one flower in their parking lot. That's and crazy. it looks like a flower. Yeah, it looks like a flower. Nice touch, Cameron. So yeah, so that's James Cameron. Jaime Cameron. I mean, Jaime he's Cameron. a fucking amazing uh, filmmaker. I love. Uh, I range from loving to liking his stuff. Yeah. Um, I was but, pleasantly sur- surprised while researching this episode. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know, movie director. It's going to be like a George Lucas thing. And I even love Star Wars. I wasn't even about most of these movies, but it's just because it's so, so so much innovation. Yeah. You know, it's it's cutting edge constantly. It's pushing concepts right. and creating things and making it happen. It was yeah. just interesting to me. Yep. All right. So uh, social media winner for episode 586, KFC, uh, Gunfights, Animal Abuse, and The Colonel. It's going to be Zach Moyer. He's going to win a t-shirt on Facebook for tagging and sharing uh, Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you and get your information. Mostly just your shirt size. If they get too nosy, if old Frankie Pigeons starts asking questions that don't seem relevant, mm. you fucking answer him if you want a t-shirt. But right. you thought you're gonna, you thought I was going to go the other way. Answer him, and I'll send you a t-shirt as long as you answer all the questions. Um, also, all of them. All of them. Also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, go over to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Art and Jacob Do America. Check out Robots for Eyes podcast over there. Um, I know we go on pretty late for live. I noticed that uh, I think Art and Jacob do their their live every weekend as well, but like early in the day. Mm. So if you're 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 sitting around and you got nothing to do, they do a live on uh, on their Facebook page. So they don't go, have nothing better to do. We go got follow, shit to do. Go follow you know I mean? Art and Jacob. We got we shit did, to uh, do. Oklahoma City bombing this week. They don't do anything. Brad's hating on you guys hard. I'm trying real hard to give you some love. No, that's, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm not hating. Yeah. I'm oh. just saying it's easy for we're them. Busy. We're, we're busy. They're busy. They got. Yeah. They got shit to do. Yeah. They don't have wives, families, no I hobbies. I think they have all of those things. They sit and stare at each other. Mm. That they that's do. Pretty much it. They that I that. saw. I saw the live. That's what the live was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's setting. what they do before the live, though. Too, like all day, every day, longingly, long. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and, two forest gums right. sitting Ver- in two chairs, various states of dress. Yeah, so they just say Jenny back and forth. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just gets progressively yeah. like more and more like Doctor Phil. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Phil, Jenny. We had this yeah. fucking groomer that worked at PetSmart that sounded just like Doctor Phil before I even knew who Doctor Phil was, and I didn't realize until years later when I heard Doctor <laughs> Phil, I said, "Oh, that sounds like Joan from fucking PetSmart." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird reverse thing happening there. Um, also, El Yucateco Hot Sauce is our primary sponsor. Go to elyucateco.com. They've got hot sauce and swag. Um, it's sold at most major grocery stores. You can find it at Target, Walmart. Um, if you're in, in them, California, it's like, I think you said Albertsons doesn't have it. That's correct. Yeah. If you're in Vegas, Vallarta has it and they have a bunch of it. Usually. You got all of it. Food Max has a bunch of flavors, like five of them. Walmart does have quite a few flavors. Sometimes, as we always say, you have to go to the uh, ethnic section. It's, it's not always with like the the other spicy yeah, ketchup. Yeah, the Asian you know, food like you're the, talking about? Yeah, it'll be like by the Asian food. Yeah. yeah. Right. By, Arda, by, the, by Arda, the Goya black beans. Vallarta didn't have the Caribbean last time I was there. That's odd. But so the thing is with Vallarta <clears throat> is it's not odd. that they may have all the habanero flavors, but it's that they, from my experience, carry jalapeno and chipotle, which is yes. fucking like unicorn. And That's black. the one you don't see. They carry black and triple X. But it blacks yeah. at Walmart red. a lot of times. Like blacks at Walmart. It's, mm, it's the jalapeno I see chipotle red and green at Walmart. Find. Yeah, Smart and, and Final has red and green. Yeah. And Smart and Final is weird. They have the big, the big one, the and big that's just ones. here. We're talking local. Which are some weird. Yeah, we're talking ones. local, yeah. and we live in we live in. I mean, you know, I'm sure Central Southern California, which is you know Mexico land. There's probably Albertsons so, that do carry them because yeah. their manager orders them. 
Yeah, but for sure. The ones I, I, I tried to talk to the manager at, uh, at Smart and Final and get him to get more of a variety, but I never never made it happen. Yeah. Uh, but if you're out there, um, there's really no excuse. It's easy to find, and you should try to find it because it's delicious. If you want to get creative, I know there were people doing trades and swaps and all kinds of shit. I actually took my son and his friend to the swap meet this weekend, Dave, and you'll like this because you're the only other man I ever heard about doing a swap at the swap yeah, meet. You got the, the Dickies jacket fucking uh, duffel bag, right? Yeah, from for an army duffel bag. Yeah. yeah, so you gave the duffel bag or you gave the I jacket? I gave the Dickies jacket to and get I the got duffel, the duffel bag. bag. Yeah. yeah. So Maddox's friend, uh, Maddox got back into like uh, Xbox 360 games, I think because mm-hmm. they're cheaper and stuff. And he wanted to go to the swap meet to see what they had. So we took him last week and he got a control that had drift. We we're going back to try to exchange it. Because the guy's like, don't worry if there's anything wrong. I'm here every Saturday, Sunday. He was not there. We went, <laughs> I was like, this is better. Of course not. So he wasn't there. But uh, Max's buddy Baden brought uh, a bunch of video games over. And he had like farming simulator and like Legos or some weird Lego game. And he wanted uh, Call of Duty Black Ops or something. And there's this one stand at the swap meet that just has a shit ton of games. Mm-hmm. From like Atari 2600 all the way to whatever's the newest shit. Um, and they got controllers and Nintendos. They have everything there. And uh, he went over there. He's like, I'm going to go try to see if she'll swap me. And I was like, this is, I'm going to watch this kid. Because it's like usually kids don't even want to ask for a cookie at the coffee shop right. to hide behind right. your ass, right? Like, and it was cool for him to walk up there and, like, be a grown-ass man. And he went up there, and I saw him. I was watching from a distance. He's, like, holding this up and holding that up, and they're popping open cases. And then she just gave him the thumbs up. He walked away with Call of Duty and gave the fucking Lego and farming simulator. And we walked out of there. Nice. Official swap. No money. Yeah. No money involved. It was cool. What it's all about. Yeah. So. On that note, it's easy to find out you can tackle. Go do it. Um, also, check out that was my segue. Segue of the century. Check out um, uh, Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com. Use code Sofking Podcast to save some money. Um, I also haven't figured out that two day banner site. I was supposed to figure that out. I didn't, but they sell them. And apparently, two day banner.com. Yeah, it wasn't that though. I think it was wrong. I really yeah. got to figure that out. I need a pen. Wow. That's their it. own fault. Why they name it after something that already exists? It's super popular. Like twodaybanner.com. You guys that been should, to Burger King's? It's been one, one and a half. <laughs> yeah. Burger's King. Taco's Bell. Yeah. No, they made Burger King, but <laughs> yeah. you just can't go to burgerking.com. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. King of burgers. All right. Anyways, go check that out. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com. Um, check See? them out across social See? media. You can go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go straight there. Um, he's got all kinds of cool stuff. He makes stuff, one. he'll make you stuff. Yeah. Um, cool guy. Um, he sucks stuff. He's got a new, pro- new, new project coming out. I'm not allowed to talk what about it, it yet. Talk- Can't tell well, you. you said it. Just teasing it, bro. You said it. Teasing it. It doesn't do anything. You Can't do it. You don't you have to say permission. something about it. It's cool. You're gonna, it's, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love my. I'm nuts. gonna love it. You're gonna love my nuts. Hmm. I used a slap chop yeah, yesterday. As a matter of fact, yeah. I uh, use a slap chop. You got yeah. you got to punch a hooker. I slap yeah. chop. I slap chopped some pickles and I slap chopped some olives. Nice, because I needed some minced olives. Right. What'd you make with minced oh, olives? Macaroni salad. Macaroni salad. salad would be favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, also check out uh, SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Use code Sofa King pod, or use code Sofa King to save 10%. Check out Retro Vague. Uh, use code 80s Kid. And uh, what else? Check out Mindframe Podcast. On uh, that's the, you really got like a lot of people were like, hey, bro, like I'm just waiting so I can binge it. Well, hmm. there's 25 chapters. Right, twenty five chapters, mm-hmm. interlude, preludes. If you're a patron, prologues. If you're a patron, there's I don't know, thirty three, thirty four episodes. Yeah, and, if you, and supplemental episodes. Yeah, and if, you're a, them out. if you're a patron, then there's another thirty there's an episode there's for other, every episode. Yeah, pretty good amount. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good so it's like sixty fucking episodes. Yeah. yeah. So binging time is now. Yeah. Now no more excuses. Yeah. Go check out Mindframe. It's fucking super cool story. Go check it out. Check out the Patreon over there too if you want some extra content. And uh, I think that's all I got. I'm impressed, guys. That's a lot of uh, it's a lot of episodes. That's a lot, that's a lot of work. Sixty. A lot of work. Yeah. 
Remember when we started and it was like we got yeah. to like twenty and we're like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. like it takes yeah. forever. And you guys, I remember you know, getting 60. to fifty and being yeah. like, whoa, yeah. And then we got yeah. to hundred, like, holy time. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then two hundred, we got the Bradley fucking Cahill gave us the fucking thing, and then he forgot about us on three hundred, four hundred, yeah. five hundred, and six hundred. It's coming in a couple weeks. <laughs> That's true. You owe some sculptures, bro. Yeah. It's gotten so much now where it's like I just when I put in the numbers, I'm like, didn't we already do five hundred and thirty-six? Right. Like, nope. Like, didn't we already do that one? Like, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, did we, didn't we already do that one? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Like, so I'm real, doing the the question and answers. I'm like on 136. I'm yeah, like, didn't crazy. I do 136 last time? Like, right. it, like, I don't even know anymore. But so, as promised, we want to um, uh, at least talk almost about almost sculpt members. Almost sculpt members. So these these were these were people. We're just gonna do a couple. Uh, these are people who were very close to being sculpt member of the month. We're talking always, like. Like I mean, like, hairs. yeah, really, really close. Like but, and we close. want to explain why they weren't. Yeah. So the yeah. first person is uh, Gerald Garduna. Yeah, this was the easiest one to explain. Yeah. He's trash. He's super handsome, though. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad like, person, though. Yeah. He looks like Bad an old person. 50s actor. Like, like when we started looking at the profile, everything mm-hmm. looked good. And then the one video that the that they had posted of him pushing down the old lady, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. that but was then, fucked up. That was the one video, yeah. but then that exploded into all the videos where that's his hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just finds old ladies and pushes them. It's down. on his TikTok. He so just pushes like, down old ladies. Yeah, it's crazy that's, though. That's the handle because he has down a old he has a walker. Is the thing, yeah. and he just throws his walker away and takes their walker. Yeah, yes, that's what's going on. It's pretty. Yeah, he's just looking for a new. Walker. And sometimes so, he swaps walkers. Mm-hmm. He like cover. You know, he'll cover the walker in like fucking deer urine. He yells and Texas then, Ranger when he takes it too. Yeah, he's like yeah, a little yeah. pun he's got. Yeah. He wears yeah, black like, Levi's. He's got a black button up mm-hmm. shirt, yeah. like a Western shirt. And then he just pushes them down. So we saw, I mean, we saw the picture when we were like, this handsome motherfucker is going to be our sculpt member of the month. Yeah. He's so handsome that we're all going to benefit. Cause I from even it. said it. I said it. I'm yeah. going to say it. I was like, damn. That's a man. Yeah. Good exactly. Guy, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Good but then we guy. were like, wow, what a piece of shit. Yeah. So if he, like, even <laughs> if he, even if he switched over, like I mean, Gerald, if if you push down old men, right? Like I'm okay. That, with that might be enough. I'm okay with that. that they they can kind of defend yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. If you stole bananas, like, yeah, yeah. You stole bananas. Stole bananas. Cool with it. Hundred percent. Cool, especially from Walmart. Cool with yeah, it. Yeah. It's cool. But yeah. Depending on where you steal them from. Yeah. yeah. Don't steal them from a farmer's market or local store. Local yeah, store. Yeah. Somebody local, locally owned. Yeah. yeah. But Walmart, Target, somewhere like that, you're good. At least he's good looking though. Yeah. So if you switch up your hobby, can't fix ugly. So you're good. Yeah. That's true. But it's hard to it's hard to polish turd too. You it know is. what I mean? Right. So so then second one, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, is someone, and they simply are named Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew has issues. Yeah, Matthew. His last name's three sixteen. Yeah, um, really. But it's embarrassing because yeah. it all starts a religious thing. Is it spelled out or weird. is it just the numbers? It's spelled out. Yeah. Oh wow. But it's obviously insinuated. Yeah. It's biblical. Yeah. yeah. And his parents are super like. Christian. Well, he's actually well. He's, he's not religious. Well, that's what he says. Oh. It's, he's actually Stone Cold's son. Whoa. Oh. And that's really the problem because if he was Stone Cold, Skull Member of the Month, boom, hundred yeah. percent. But he doesn't want to write hotels. Eh, I'm just not as impressed. Yeah. yeah, you know he only wears one knee brace. Yeah, doesn't have two on. He hasn't. He hasn't put in the time. No, can has sh- a full head he, of hair. Can yep. he shotgun a beer? Nope. No, the uh, guy throws no, it at no. him and he can't even catch the no. beer. He, yeah, he has well, two hands. And really, yeah. and really, that's his dad's fault. We can't really fault him for that. His dad didn't teach him how to catch. Right. You know what I mean? And that's that's the dad's job. You know, but. It is what it is. I heard if you throw a dick at him, he'll catch it in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That's different, though. It's yeah. not, you know. He makes a dolphin yeah. sound as he's catching it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because it's he wants to catch mm-hmm. it. Right. He has short teeth. <laughs> yeah. 
So just a couple people, a couple of yeah. tips. Uh, don't be a piece of shit and push down old ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and be more like your father. Be more like your father, yeah. and you'll be a sculptor. Amazon has knee braces so. if you need another one. There you go. And practice shotgun and beers, bro. Get yep. a mirror. And and Matthew every night. Matthew has no excuse either because once he became a patron. I mean, he was getting called by his dad exactly. every night. They're back right. in communication. Back yep. in communication. Yeah. Everything's yep. working great. Yep. Uh, so now he can step up his game and hopefully yep. get that spot. So for sure. It's there. You just got to get up there and take just it. Reach Want and it. drive, buddy. Want and drive. You got to reach for it. That's right. Is that it? That's it. All right. Uh, Patreon.com black slash King podcast. Um, actually, go to our socials. Our socias. Our socias. So- so- visit the soch. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Soch. S O C boy. Like I think yeah, people are gonna yeah. be like, "Sock, what no. sock?" Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like that. Yeah. It's it's just how it's it is. A, it's yeah, French. It's italic font. It's French. Maybe. Like, maybe it's, maybe French. Italic font it's got the tilde over the C. Yeah. You just gotta fucking know, man. Yeah. If you you're know, not in you the know, know, it's your own fault. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Spotify playlist still uh, Sofa King Podcast 2021. Make a shirt that says "Hit me on the." Yeah, we're we're at Sofa King Podcast everywhere, so you can check us out. Don't be retarded.